0: It's time for the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Parks Motors, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Ten Pin Alley, Fast Stop Markets, Columbia Dodge, Chrysler & Jeep, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Family Dental Associates, CSH, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quickmart, Davis Heating and Cooling, the Dr. Gill Center, Baird Financial Company, The Parker Group, First Farmers Bank and Trust, The Garbage Man, LLC, Caledonian Financial, and the Sands Fence Company.
1: And good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show. We're in Mount Pleasant, beautiful Mount Pleasant, beautiful sunny skies, and getting ready for football action tonight, kickoff at 7 o'clock, Mount Pleasant Tigers taking on their rival Summertown Eagles, and it should be a very exciting game and very exciting afternoon here in Mount Pleasant.
2: Yes, it's been a tale of two different football programs uh, this, this year so far as Summertown Eagles come in at zero and four, and the Mount Pleasant Tigers are the ones that seem to be flying high, uh, higher than the Eagles as they come in at four and zero. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, uh, and and I and I assume. That back in the day when they named this area Mount Pleasant, they did it on a day just like today because it's about a <laughs> nice afternoon.
1: <laughs> uh, it is; as, it's a beautiful as, as we
2: could possibly ask for. I mean, really,
1: it is. And you mentioned the records, Mount Pleasant four and zero. Summertown 0 and 4, but you can throw the records out the book because it's a big rivalry between Mount Pleasant and Summertown, and and I know it's it's uh, it should be a great game tonight.
2: Well, just across the county borders, south uh, on the southern end of Murray County, on the northern end of Lawrence County, uh, the northern part of Lawrence County sits Summertown, and then on the course here in Mount Pleasant sits on the southern end, just on the southern. Uh, border of Murray County. So uh, these these kids know each other. Um, they play just about every sport against each other because of their proximity, how close they are to each other, the high schools are. So they know each other, Keith. I mean, they,
3: they, they do. And uh, I think, you know, we talk about the trajectory of these two teams, 0 4, 4 0, and I do agree that oftentimes you can throw records out. Uh, however, in a sport like football, when we line up, if somebody hits somebody else really hard, hits them early and hits them often, that can take away the will to win. The will to win. <laughs> so I, it'll be interesting tonight to see if that
4: happens. And I think like Mike Tyson said, I said, everybody's got a plan until you get hit in the mouth. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's, that's right. And, and I think our listeners, um, we should tell them that they've still got the kickoff at 7 o'clock, so they've got plenty of time. To load up and get out here and enjoy the festivities at uh, at the uh, Mount Pleasant High School football field, and uh, you know there's plenty, still plenty of time, folks.
4: Oh yeah, and I expect it to be a great game, a great crowd. I mean i've I've been here for plenty of games as Mount Pleasant played on summertime, and it's always been a, a great game and a great atmosphere. And I expect nothing less from today. And I, I'm sure the kids found some billboard material to get themselves amped up, and I'm sure. You know the coach used some billboard material to get them set, get the team fired up and kind of talk about today. And I and I think you're absolutely right. I mean, these kids know one another. They travel back and forth between, you know, across that that, that county line, and uh, very very familiar with each other. So it's going to be a great game.
5: Hey, just remember, we run buses all the way into Summertown. Uh, the the quick mart and the uh, the uh, Sonic are in Murray County. Okay. Right. Yeah. So right. we we have buses that turn there and go about a uh, half mile down and circle around and come back. So we got kids that technically live in Summertown playing right. for Mount Pleasant right yeah.
2: there on right there on Highway 43. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's there you good have to it. know. Yeah. And, and and like I said, these kids, they pl- probably play some travel ball together. They play from basketball to baseball, you name it. Uh, so they're familiar with each other and there's nothing they would like more than to win this ball game. Of course, like I said, Right now, Mount Pleasant is playing better yes, better football than, than Summertown. How long, Keith, has Summertown had their football program? I was just sitting
3: here thinking that it is a relatively new program. Uh, I want to say it's probably 10 years or less.
5: Let's see. They started with 7th and 8th grade grew it into a freshman team, to JV. So it's probably been about eight to ten years. Something
2: okay. Like that. Okay. Well, and, and, you know, as far – and look, as far as Tennessee high school football goes, that's young.
6: That's very that's, that's, yes, that's,
2: that's new. I mean, you know. And, and, and when you think about Summertown,
3: or at least I do, uh, growing up especially, you think about basketball.
5: Mm-hmm. That old gym down there, Drake. You've been in there. Oh, I you? of course, they, they've, they've had, been had some good,
3: plenty of times. Plenty they've had times. some good baseball and softball teams as well. Now,
2: I, I, you all give me. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you a quick story about the legendary Gene McBee that coached basketball <laughs> down there. <laughs> Indeed, a legend. Coach, this is back when we had two man. This was back when we had two man crews, not three. And uh, then I, I started officiating. Just as three man was getting kicked into gear, probably around 1991, for all varsity games. We had a crew down there, and they were working a ball game, and it was halftime of the Summertown game. And McBee was, Coach McBee was very upset with the officiating. And down in in Summertown, you to get dressed, you had to walk downstairs, walk through Summertown's locker room into where they washed the uniforms and stuff. Was a little room where the referees got dressed, where the washer and dryers were. Well, we <laughs> come down at halftime, walked in ahead of the team, and. And then Coach McBee and the Summertown team came in, and the door was closed between our room and the other room. And so during halftime, they bring down the ladies that had whatever in the hospitality room would bring down dinner. You know, well they brought down dinner at halftime, and as soon as they walked in, and McBee was hollering and talking about the fish, and loud enough, of course, we could hear. Well, he just took our dinners and threw them in the trash.
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I was and I we were hungry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and I that that I think that made me more upset than anything he could have said to me. He was taking hope, my hope by, supper, taking tonight. my dinner and yeah. uh, he said something to we didn't deserve dinner or something like that and he, he just took took both plates that were, you know, covered up by aluminum four and just tossed them in the big trash can there in the locker room may be mad barry yeah i don't blame you i don't blame (laughs)
1: you i've been to the old Summertown gym too a couple of times many 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 years ago and it's unique oh it is very unique it is
2: definitely a classic classic gym and uh, you're just not going to find any other gym probably in the state of tennessee like it and let me tell you something when it gets packed in there and it gets rolling, and you're you're trying to concentrate on those. What's going on on the court with everything else going on outside? It is really a challenge. And uh, we had back in the long ago Lawrence County High School and Summertown. The two ads got into a a little tiff with each other, and they wouldn't play each other in basketball or any sports for about eighteen or nineteen years. And so, about halfway through my officiating career. A new AD came into Lawrence County and Superintendent of Schools, and they said, "Y'all are going to play each other." I don't care. What, I don't even know what the arguments about. It's kind of like the Hatfields and McCoys. Uh, McCoys. I don't think they knew what they, the original argument started, but they did uh, play each other the first time. And our crew rode together up to that up to that game. And we couldn't find a parking place. They sold out 900 tickets. An hour we got there, an hour before the girls' game started, they sold 900 tickets to that that gym. That gym was completely packed an hour before the girls' tip-off, and it was two bang bang last-second ball games yep. in that in that little bitty gym. And it's Classic. something else. Classic. It really is. I, I I don't think Summertown would build a new gym if no. if, if they offered to, no. if they offered to build. They're building new keep that gym, build, you, build, no, keep build gym it and build, it. Build, a, build a new school around it
1: absolutely <laughs> I was thinking they had replaced I know they're building or built a new school it's I was thinking the old gym is uh, extinct but is this still no, there? it's
2: just it, no it's it is it is still there and they and they I mean they keep it polished up like a new dime I'm telling you it, it's in it's in terrific shape uh, and they you know they're not going anywhere without that gym. A lot of history, a lot of history in that gym.
1: And tonight we've got Mount Pleasant Summertown football, and uh, of course the Mount Pleasant Tigers, as we mentioned, rolling four and zero, uh, and while uh, Summertown is uh, coming in zero and four, so but uh, it, it could be a very interesting game tonight if uh, if, if everything goes. <laughs> Well,
2: lightning has been known to strike twice, well, it, it, uh, or, you know, Yeah, I, you
3: think about last week's game that uh, Mount Pleasant was involved in, and w- I'm sure we'll get into it later, but big scare for the Mount Pleasant Tigers. They did come away victorious, and, and maybe it's those kinds of wins that you have in a magical season that that leads you on to bigger and better things, but
1: it's definitely a scare for Mount Pleasant last week. I know Mount Pleasant has several injuries they're trying to recover from, and I'm not sure who and who's not playing tonight, but uh, several injuries. But uh, we should see. You're listening to the Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show. We'll take a short break, and we'll be back with more right after this.
14: You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed. And a playoffs weekend becomes a lifetime of memories. It's a tradition like no other. At a track like no other. And after it's all over, you still won't believe it ever happened. NASCAR playoffs weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com.
15: Fast Stop Markets. With three locations in Columbia and a fourth Columbia location coming in 2024, Fast Stop Markets is the place to stop when you need to fuel up and find the best convenient store food and snacks. Our stores are clean, our team members are friendly, and we've got the absolute best loyalty program with Fast Stop Perks. It's free and you can earn up to $1 off per gallon. Check out all of our 14 locations in Tennessee and learn more about Fast Stop Markets at FastStopMarkets.com.
13: Murray Regional Health has announced some big plans for the future. On June 30th, the health system announced its first major construction project at Murray Regional Medical Center in approximately 20 years. The $115 million facility improvement plan will enhance our patient experience and expand access to care for our patients. It's an exciting time at Murray Regional Health, and we hope you'll stand with us as we embark on this renovation and expansion plan. Learn more by visiting murrayregional.com slash big plans.
1: And welcome back to the Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show. We're in Mount Pleasant as the Mount Pleasant Tigers prepare to take on the Eagles of Summertown. I'm Barry Duke, along with Drake Colley, Chris Porter, Eric Perryman, uh, Coach Keith Stacy, and uh, of course uh, Jonathan Berry, all here at Mount Pleasant and uh, pre-game show, the game Game Day Show.
2: And we've got a couple of guests, uh, Drake. Absolutely. As we just want to tell our listeners, we are on the South end of the end zone just outside the fence that surrounds the field here at Mount Pleasant High School and uh, Coach Hartsfield has brought two players from his team uh, Azarian Robinson offensive left tackle and Bennett Hughes who's tied in and blocking back and fellas welcome to the show and I guess after last week, there's just a big kind of. I mean, you know, uh, you all went up against Harpeth and Mr. Hughes. We were talking before we came back on the air, and you mentioned how how tough they played and how tough, tough. You know, Harpeth had had a tough team. I mean, they were. It was a low scoring ball game. You all came out on top, fourteen to ten. Talk a little bit about that game and a little bit of the mindset as the game progressed and got later and later in the game and you found yourself being 3-0 as a record, but found yourself really on down to them.
17: Yeah, Harpeth, they're a great team. Their record really doesn't show nothing. They're physical. They don't give up. But we just came in here with the game plan and it took us a little longer to execute it, but we executed it. Okay. Now,
2: uh, Azarian... Tell me were you involved in the 99 yard fumble return? Yes sir. Can you can you tell our listeners a little bit how that how that play transpired? It was a, what I, let me set it up. It was about 4 minutes to go in the ball game, somewhere like that. 4 minutes to go in the fourth quarter and Harpeth has you guys down and they're knocking on the door at your one yard line.
17: So basically our defensive line and uh, Harden Hughes and Hayden Hope forced the fumble and our uh, cornerback Caden Davis picked it up and took it to the house. Took it to
2: the house, ninety nine yards. Did you all? Did did you? All, how long did it take? Did you realize it immediately? Yeah, or yes, did sir. Our, or, did, or did it take you a little time for it to set in? Yes. What was really going on? Yes, sir, I realized immediately. I just started running with him. I wasn't breaking. Right, <laughs> I was
18: right.
19: Like I was behind him. I'm I just was. glad he didn't hit nobody in the back. And, <laughs> and,
2: and, and folks, that's, that's Coach Kilarchful, the head coach of the Mount Pleasant Tigers, and Coach. Uh sometimes it, it takes games like that to I mean in, in a good in a great, in a meaning uh, meaningful and a season to remember, so to speak, uh, sometimes you have to fight through games where you're not maybe playing your best or you come up against a really tough opponent. And you have, to, you have to make plays like that in order to win the ball game.
19: Yeah, no doubt. You know, it was kind of a, a perfect storm, not in our favor, you know, coming off a huge home win uh, and then traveling somewhere we've never been to, to a team who took a tough loss because they traveled two hours of Loretta the week before and, you know, got beat worse than – probably shows how, how, you know, made them look worse than they actually are. And uh, it was kind of like, kind of like a trap uh, situation and – you know they they started fast and it gave them confidence and uh, we were fighting uphill. Uh, it seemed like all night long, one of them nights where nothing went right uh, until the very end. Other than just playing hard and uh, creating turnovers inside the red zone, uh, but that's part of the game and there's lessons to be learned from it. But uh, we'll take it.
1: How excited! did you get coach Hartsfield and, and all the team was excited did you race down the sideline chasing the, with the, with the guy with the ball on the sideline
19: yeah i in my head i was i don't run too fast anywhere uh <laughs> anymore but you know it, it it felt good you know we did make a play but i also felt like you know it's probably the first time in my life i've been pretty lucky uh, to have a ball bounce my way uh, i usually feel like it's going the other way and uh you know when you watch the video our kids made a play you know they if they, they got a chance to punch it in there, they just converted a fourth and three, you know, and the game is essentially over, uh, you know, if they score there. And, uh, you know, our kids just kept playing and, you know, made a play, and we got a scoop and scored. And, uh, you know, they returned the kick, you know, across the 50, and we still had to stop them there at the end uh, as well. We ended up stopping them in, in four downs and ran out the clock.
4: So let me ask this question. How, how do you all, sitting at 4-0, Right, what what are y'all doing every day, or what are you all talking about in the locker room to try to keep that momentum, that energy, to kind of keep pressing forward the way that you are four and zero? Because I mean, easily teams can kind of just you know turn it in. You know, we're four zero, not take a game serious. So, like, how do you all keep dialed in?
19: Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know one of those things where you know you only get so many opportunities to play. Uh, you know, there's only ten Fridays in the regular season and regard by barring injury you know you never know when your season's going to be over and you know we try to keep it about us and just taking advantage of that opportunity to go play together uh you know and play our best ball and uh you know we we feel like we haven't really done that yet uh, you know we have handled adversity and we've won you know a lot of second halves of the past two years uh you know this kind of kept us in the wind column, but you know we we want to you know come out, play hard, and you know start games better. Well,
1: coming into tonight's game, of course, Mount Pleasant is four and zero, and Summertown is zero four. But like we talked earlier here on the show here, that uh, it, it's a rivalry, They're very close together, two uh, cities too close to, very close together, and and uh, we expect a very highly competitive uh, football game tonight between Mount Pleasant and uh, Summertown.
19: Yeah, no doubt. Bennett, uh, you and Zari didn't get anything to say about the rivalry? Y'all probably know, know about it more than me.
17: I mean, we just can't overlook them. They're going to probably play as hard as they can. We just got a big target on our back. Everybody we play now is just going to focus us hard. So. And
2: as, as you guys know and, and people from this area know, there's not another community or high school that takes their high school athletics more seriously and has more pride in it than Summertown High School. Wouldn't you agree with that? I mean, they they're from their basketball, their baseball, I mean I know you guys have you guys have competed against them growing up and from this area, but Summertown, I mean, they live and thrive off that high school uh, program and their athletics.
19: Yeah, no doubt. You know, they, they're they committed from the time they're born. Uh, you know, and it's, uh, you know, they just started, uh, you know, this football program, I guess, 10 years ago or so. Um, you know, it's 15 minutes down the road, so, you know, it's kind of a natural rivalry uh, just being that close and, you know, the, everyone kind of knowing each other so well growing up.
2: Now, you talked about one other thing, Coach, and you mentioned earlier, and, and I'm just going to talk just a second about it, 10 Fridays. This is your fifth Friday, am I correct? But yes, sir. We're halfway through the season, and it's, I mean, it's kind of hard, it's kind of hard to believe. I mean, really, if you think about how, how fast, how how long it kind of took to get to the season, and then, boom, we're, after tonight, we'll be halfway through, and yeah. then it's all so-called downhill from right there.
19: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, mid-season for the regular season, uh, you know, and it's uh, it's flying by. You know, i got two good seniors up here who's given everything to the football program. Uh, you know, Zarian Robinson uh, has been starting for three years and represented the team and community well. And, you know, Bennett Hughes uh, two years ago had an injury that made never let him play football again uh, and didn't plan on playing and uh, just picked back up playing about two weeks ago. Uh, if I'm being honest, from a, from a, got cleared to, to play, you know, with a neck injury from two years ago, two springs. So, you know, obviously he plays the game and has a different mindset from everyone else because it's been taken from him before. Do you
2: want, you, tell us a little bit about that,
19: Mr. Hughes. Tell us, tell us kind of what you went through.
2: Tell our listeners of the, the story there.
17: Yeah. So we're at Collinwood for a scrimmage. And late in the game, I just go for a tackle. And me and my teammate hit our heads. I got, I was partially paralyzed from the left side for a couple of days in the ICU for a week. I just got told going in the uh, in the helicopter, I got life flight. I got told I'd probably never walk again, or I'd have to relearn how to walk right. And so it's just a blessing every day to be able to play what I love and do what I love and play for my brothers right beside me, like Azarian
4: that's, that's a, i mean that's a powerful testimony man and that's very much you know, god is good man and i'm I'm ecstatic to see you out here playing absolutely you no know, being able to see you as you know especially with what we do here at the district and being able to see your your commitment to your community to the school you know playing football playing basketball playing a little baseball all the stuff that you do um and kind of seeing that growth man that's just a powerful testimony to share with everybody
2: and so Azaria when you see a teammate like the man sitting next to you and what he's been through and, and what the sacrifice he made and where he was that day at Collinwood to where he is right now. I mean, it's got to be emotional. It's got to be – it's got to motivate you and, and push you to work even harder to see something like this man has gone through and where he is tonight, right? Yes, sir. So, basically, if he can come
17: back – like from a neck injury anybody can do anything
2: paralyzation i mean uh, being paralyzed like he talked to being in icu i mean that's compared to, so basically what you're saying is you don't want to hear anybody complain about anything no sir <laughs> i mean uh, and, exactly. and why would they
1: and, and of course having the heart and the intestinal fortitude to come back to want to play again after something like that is, is really says a lot about uh about you bennett and I know you had total support from everybody in Mount Pleasant, uh, your teammates and coaches and everybody that, uh, that you went through that. And, and we fortunately, you made a, a, a great recovery. Yes, sir. And, of course, uh, Azarian and uh, Bennett Ben Seniors, and like I said, this is uh, playing the, the middle, the f- fifth game of the 10-game regular season. The season's going by fast. So far, how's the senior season been going for you guys, uh, knowing that this is your last high school hurrah? It's been some up and downs,
18: mainly ups. We're just trying to stay focused and forget about the negatives and stay positive.
2: So, in other words, as tough as that game was and as close as it was, and you all pulling out the win like you did—that those—that's just one of the four games in the past. You have to move on to the next one, which is tonight, right? Yes, sir. Okay, I got that makes that makes complete sense.
1: Dan. Makes a lot of sense. And of course, being seniors, uh, great leadership between the seniors and and the other guys here at Mount Pleasant and uh, and like I said the season winding down and I know you want to make your imprint on the season on your career here at Mount Pleasant and uh, it's been a lot of wins it's been especially in the last year had a great season and this year having a great season being four and0 so it's so far it's, it's turning out to be a great experience for you
2: and you being left tackle you know you're gonna and Nick Brown just got uh... Got put in the ten- Tennesseeans' top 100 high school players in the state, so you're going to have to keep him extra safe on that that left tackle position over there yes, on his blind side. Okay, all
1: yeah. right. We certainly thank uh, Coach Kit Hartsfield for coming up, and of course Azarian Robinson, and of course uh, Bennett uh, Hughes coming up, and uh, good luck tonight with the Summertown Eagles. Thank, y'all. We're thank at you. We're in Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant High Schools, the Tigers prepared to take on Summertown tonight. We'll take a break and we'll be back right after this timeout. Thank you.
26: Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought, so here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, 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 I mean in a good way. At take five, your oil change is
3: faster than you think. Take five, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change.
10: This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7
1: WKOM Columbia. And welcome back. Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show. We're in Mount Pleasant as the Mount Pleasant Tigers prepare to take on the Eagles of Summertown kickoff at seven o'clock
2: tonight in about one hour barry we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna be kicking this thing off and folks you got plenty of time to get in the car load the kids up grab you a little something to eat or just come down here and get something to eat i smell the cheeseburgers cooking over here and i mean the mount pleasant concession stand the boot is that, the booster band boosters they put on the spread down here folks i'm talking about a good cheeseburger they got one
1: and what a beautiful day to come out and watch football action. A beautiful afternoon, beautiful evening now here in Mount Pleasant as our game day show continues here in uh, Mount Pleasant as the Tigers take on Summertown.
2: Now, I don't know if you guys heard me uh, refer to the Tennessee and Top 100 state 100 highest top 100 high school players in the state. It's kind of hard for me to get out. But Nick Brown's in that 100, folks. The quarterback for, senior quarterback for the Mount Pleasant Tigers, Nick Brown, came in number 99. But, you know, the main thing is he's in there. He's in there. Whether you're 1 or 99 or 100, it doesn't make any difference. Congratulations to Nick and his family. Uh, And, you know, that's a big deal. I think it is a big deal. And I also think that.
3: Uh, behind being on any list like that is a lot of time and a lot of hard work and we've heard from nick and in, in the past we've talked to his dad and we know that he's putting in that time and putting in that work and uh it certainly has paid off uh as far as his play goes uh, here in middle tennessee and and what the mount pleasant tigers have been able to do with him at quarterback i certainly hope it pays off for him for uh some opportunities next year to play at the collegiate level
1: without a doubt and uh he's been progressing very well as a quarterback and of course the senior year is the time to prove it you know and uh, i think he will i think he has and it should be very interesting tonight between mount pleasant and Summertown. well
2: but you, you couldn't you couldn't ask for a more beautiful evening here in south central middle tennessee and uh it's pretty much by the time this sun drops down over the western horizon, it's going to be absolutely perfect weather. Uh, it's going to cool off just a little bit. There's a nice little breeze blowing through here to keep us cool and, and prevent sweating to death. Uh, uh, so we're in good shape. Uh, it's going to be a great night, and I couldn't emphasize more for you folks to load up in the car and come on down and enjoy a great, great night of football.
1: Exactly. Here in Mount Pleasant, Tiger Land. Summertown's out warming up. And uh, Mount Pleasant's also warming up down the field here. And like I said, a great night for football here in Mount Pleasant tonight. Absolutely.
4: Only, only game in
1: town. Only game in Murray County tonight is uh, Mount
4: Pleasant versus Summertown. So if you don't have anything to do and you still want to see football, perfect place to be, perfect atmosphere, plenty of food, tailgating, energy and atmosphere. And check out, uh, you know, a 4-0 uh, well coached uh, football team is going to give you everything they got night in and night out on the football field, and it's going to be exciting.
2: It uh, should be. Now, other action and where our local Murray County teams are going in the county or out of the county. Hey, Drake,
27: looks like tonight uh, Central High School is taking on Lawrence County High School down in Lawrence County this evening. The next uh, week they'll travel to Tullahoma. Uh, Spring Hill High School tonight is playing James Lawson High School. That's the new uh, Hillwood, I believe. Is that correct? It's brand new Hillwood. Hillwood. It's the brand new Hillwood up in Davidson County. Yeah. You know, they, they talked earlier on the radio show. Somebody said, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's the new Hillwood. It's the new high school. It's a new high school up there. It looks really good. Uh, so we'll see how they do this evening, and our friends over at Columbia Academy are taking on DCA tonight. Next week they'll travel to El Harding.
2: So when a when a high school and you guys might know this, when a high school like Hillwood, did they tear did they tear down Hillwood High School
5: and rebuild Lawson on the same site? Do you know? No, this is a brand new site. It's out in Bellevue. Um, okay, and it, it's a brand new, clean dirt site. Uh, I've seen pictures of the school of the facilities. It's 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 one to look at. I mean, it's a fine looking place up there. Now, did it replace Hillwood? It replaced Hillwood.
2: So Hillwood is no longer then, is what?
5: I think they're going to take that building, and probably do a middle school, do some sort of magnet in it, something okay, like that. Okay,
2: I got you. I got you. And I I didn't know I, I didn't know whether I thought if they had torn down the old Hillwood and replaced it with Lawson, whether it's just a Tennessee state code or something, they have to rename the school, but they, this is if this is out in Bellevue, then this is farther west uh, there right. in Davidson County. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got you.
1: And other games tonight, of course, Columbia Academy plays at Donaldson Christian and uh, Lewis County at Loretto and Summertown, of course, playing here at Mount Pleasant Summit playing at Brentwood tonight and Independence playing at Beach tonight.
27: Oh, my old stomping ground, Beach High School.
1: Oh, is that right? Yeah.
27: Maybe the – you know what? Somebody mentioned earlier, I saw it on Facebook, it's the Class of 98's 25th reunion. I hate that I'm going to miss it, but I'd much rather be here at Mount Pleasant night watching this – Mount Pleasant team take on the summertime. So, so the
4: legend is not going to well, return back? The
27: legend is not returning to Beach High School tonight, but the legend is returning to Murfreesboro in the morning, depending on the weather.
2: Now, is that Jonathan Berry Field?
27: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, no. there it was the, the there. Jonathan
5: Berry beat, uh, bleachers that collapsed <laughs> yeah, up there. The John, Jonathan Berry <laughs> yeah. behind
2: the bleachers. Just, oh,
5: now, behind, I, behind I, the bleachers. I don't
2: know. I, you, know yeah. you hear rumors. You know yeah. what the word yeah, on the street is. You know
27: is. those Sumner County boys are <laughs> up there.
1: I, I just, I just want to know, did they retire your number? I
27: <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no, not never.
2: <laughs>
27: yeah. I think I still hold the, uh, not the 2 on horn, I think I still hold the uh, incline bench press record, but I think that's about the only record I hold there.
2: There you go. Well, I mean, at least it's a record. Yeah. You Yeah. Know. Uh,
5: I think he held two spots on the top 100 list that year. Oh listen to that. That's
2: right. He's 70 and 71. He
5: overflowed,
2: he overflowed into 74.
27: From 73 no, into 74. I transitioned from high school to college. It's from seventy-seventy-one. So that's pretty good jump there. You're right.
2: Two spots for sure. Oh, my goodness. We got too much time on our hands up here. Uh, you're listening to the MCPS High School
1: Game Day show. We're in Mount Pleasant. Beautiful, beautiful evening now. Of course, the sun goes down a little bit quicker now than uh, our first game here, first game of the year, so it gets dark a little bit earlier. But and, but right, the grass right
2: now, but the grass does not grow nearly as fast now. I know I've been mowing a lot less and weeding a lot less, which I like this
5: time of year. It's a nice thing, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah so.
1: Summertown tonight, we'll be wearing white jerseys, blue numerals, and gray pants, white helmets with a blue Summertown S on it. As we see them walking on, the rest of them walking on the field right in front of us. Kind of a
2: different look for Summertown. And like we said, Summertown, you know, they just, this program's just been in, the football has just been in existence for eight to ten years. Yeah. And, and like we said before, that's... That's like a brand new baby as far as Tennessee high school sports go, and, and, and football programs. I mean, this is this is a youngin coach. This is a youngin that
3: you know that comes up out of the ground uh, in a basketball community. So, um, you know, has, has has the football bug bit these kids, or you know, are they out here because there's nothing else to do this time of the year, or are they truly? Dedicated to this sport. And I, I would think that any kid who plays is dedicated to it because of the time and work that
2: goes into it. Now, like, Sum- Summertown co-op with Lawrence County, right? I mean, like, like the unit schools do here. They so yeah. so if they, wanted, they had players that wanted to play or kids wanted to play from Summertown, want to play football, they could go play at Lawrence County. Uh, and I, I assume uh, after years of doing that, they eventually had enough players going to Lawrence County they said well hey well hold on a minute we can do
5: this you know it's always that right group of parents that spark that that want to do it and push it got the kids that want to participate we get some we get a little push every now and then with with the group we don't have quite (laughs) the numbers at Cully yet but there's a little group there that wants a football program and and, and that's what happened down there finally you get the right group in there and enough numbers and, and it comes to life hey in all seriousness what would be our, our unit
27: school that would be the closest to having a football team would it be kilioko it would be size yeah, wise be kilioko
4: And see the key is when you when you get into a program like that is it's not the one off year where they could have you know, 35 kids on the team. It's the sustainability over time
2: for the next year, and the next year, and right. the next year,
4: and indefinitely. You don't want to get into a situation where you're four years in, you don't have to have enough players, and then you either wind up having to fold the program, or going into a co-op, and you're in and out of a situation. And and that's cut, not good for anybody.
2: And cut hay off the field yeah. instead well, of yeah. uh, just instead the of, investment. The that, yeah, the investment.
4: Yeah,
5: the investment it takes on the district's end. You got to make sure that it's sustainable. I mean, Chris and I are working through opening a new football program right now and it's not it's not cheap at all and you got to know that those numbers are going to be there and And you're talking about battle creek yeah but you got to make sure that you know that the numbers are going to be there and that the interest is going to be there it's a lot of money
1: historically Summertown has come up with a lot of good athletes and and i'm sure that's the case too with the uh, football team here tonight they won uh, championships in I think basketball, girls basketball, and <laughs> softball, softball, and and uh,
5: they do a lot of tennis down
1: they there. They had a heck of tennis, tennis program. Miss
5: Kelly, the tennis coach,
27: actually used to work for uh, Mr. Perriman back in the day, and um, they've won. And her daughter, in particular, have won several championships down there at the at the Lawrence or, Correction Summertown. Uh, school. I hope they ate a bunch of Schaefer's barbecue tonight, and they're a little weighted down. Maybe Mount Pleasant <laughs> Ooh, will have the advantage. That's I, good. I good.
2: good. Yeah, it's that's, good a,
27: that's a, a Schaefer's. If you're listening, like, that's a plug. You know, we're here. Yep. Come and feed I, us. Love, and
2: I love y'all's white barbecue sauce. I love that Woo. sauce on, on the brisket. It's terrific. You're listening to the Murray County Public High School game day show here
1: in uh, Mount Pleasant. We'll take a short break, and we'll be back with more right after this.
13: Murray Regional Health has announced some big plans for the future. On June 30th, the health system announced its first major construction project at Murray Regional Medical Center in approximately 20 years. The $115 million facility improvement plan will enhance our patient experience and expand access to care for our patients. It's an exciting time at Murray Regional Health, and we hope you'll stand with us as we embark on this renovation and expansion plan. Learn more by visiting murrayregional.com slash
12: bigplans.
15: Fast Stop Markets. With three locations in Columbia and a fourth Columbia location coming in 2024, Fast Stop Markets is the place to stop when you need to fuel up and find the best convenient store food and snacks. Our stores are clean, our team members are friendly, and we've got the absolute best loyalty program with Fast Stop Perks. It's free and you can earn up to $1 off per gallon. Check out all of our 14 locations in Tennessee and learn more about Fast Stop Markets at FastStopMarkets.com.
14: You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed, and a playoffs weekend becomes a lifetime of memories. It's a tradition like no other, at a track like no other, and after it's all over, you still won't believe it ever happened. NASCAR playoffs weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at TalladegaSuperspeedway.com.
25: I gotta feel. Yep, cause, cause my man up and, that tonight's, and to bad bad night, bad. that tonight's gonna be a night. That tonight's gonna be a good And welcome back to the Murray County Public School High School Game Day
1: Show. We're in Mount Pleasant as the Mount Pleasant Tigers prepare to take on the Eagles of Summertown tonight. Kickoff at 7 o'clock here at Mount Pleasant. And both teams will be getting their pregame activities underway. And uh, we're expecting a very exciting game tonight between Mount Pleasant and Summertown here tonight in Mount
2: Pleasant. Yeah, I would say um, Mount Pleasant looks to have a little bit easier go than they did last week. Coach Stacy, uh, what do you call last week's game? Uh, a, a super nail-biter, a nail-biter? Yeah, a, a trap l- game
3: maybe. You know, they, they defeated uh, – Waverly the week before, uh, that was kind of touted as this is a big one. The winner of this game wins the region. Uh, All that talk, and and it's easy to have a letdown. And, of course, we heard from players and uh, coaches earlier, um, you know, football, I I think different from other sports is because you have a week between every game, you've, you've got a you got to get up every day, but not for a game. You got to get up to go practice and do things right, and so that's that's hard to do uh, week in and week out and have that same level of emotion, especially when you think your opponent is inferior. And focus,
2: and, and, focus. You're, and focus, yes, uh, and, and thus executing properly and staying focused, uh, which you know uh, is. Is part of a coach's job, as you know, uh, as, as as well as Tennessee fans can attest. The first half against Austin Peay this past week didn't seem <laughs> didn't seem as though the balls were very focused. No, it didn't. And, and it uh, makes you
3: wonder if what was the focus of practice the week before? Were they practicing a game plan for Florida, or were they really looking at sure what Austin Peay's going to bring?
2: And you know, and think about the thing about college football as opposed to compared to high school football. You know, college football, these guys are the ultimate athletes. They're getting a probably a scholarship, getting their education and room and board paid for it and such. And uh, so, you know, they're, they're the ones that should stay focused without having to be prodded into that. When high school kids have so much other stuff going on, you know, you're lucky probably – I don't know, to
27: get anybody to focus in high school. Well, I agree with you on that, Drake, but I tell you what, those college kids, there's a lot of distractions and way more distractions now than ever was even 20, 25, 20 years ago with, with social media and things of that nature. Um, you know, back in the day you had to wait for the newspaper clippings to come out and the coach to post it on the locker room door. Now it's instantaneously, you know, on Instagram and there's, you know, billboard material all over the place.
3: Yeah, sure. we got some yesterday. If you keep up with the Colorado program and what
2: Deion Sanders has done,
3: absolutely,
27: uh, a takes his Colorado hat his off don't is, even when he talk to another man. Is that yeah. I believe that's something of that nature. That's yeah, right. Jay
2: Jay Norville, the coach for Colorado State, um, ESPN has come in and, and started and, and pulled some of his players out for promos leading up to the to the Colorado Colorado State game Saturday tomorrow night, and uh, you know he he made mention that he had an issue with Dion Sanders, always wearing sunglasses and a cap and all his inter- 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 interviews and such. And he said, you know, he said, my mama taught me to respect my elders and take off my sunglasses and my hat when I talked to somebody in a conversation. And so that kind of got put on the bulletin board over at uh, Boulder for the Colorado Buffs and uh you know what what was kind of a in state going to be kind of a blowout game between two in state rivals colorado state and colorado have now kind of turned into this personal uh looks like a you know a personal thing and it I think if Coach Sanders gets a chance to hang a couple extra touchdowns on the board, he just might do it. I believe he will. Well, you know without a shadow
27: shooting. of a doubt, Deion Sanders is going to hang as many as he can, the, if, well, if he can.
2: There you go. We're but you all,
27: never know what can happen him Saturday, though.
2: And for you listeners, we are joined on the stage uh, by the principal of Mount Pleasant High School, the man himself, Mr. Eric Hughes. Eric, how are you?
18: Doing good. Thank you, Drake.
2: We had Thank you, Barry, for having us. We um, had some of your kinfolk on just a minute ago.
18: One of my two that's that's out there. One that just came back. He's just he's just returning after about a year and a half. But uh, and we
2: and, and we talked we talked to him about that. And and let's if we could, let's talk to you a little bit about that as being a dad and and kind of. And I don't I don't want you to relive it, but can you just kind of tell us about that night and and what's going through your mind when all that when all that is happening and
18: you know I. I, I like to be uh, there close to the action, so I'm always on the sideline. And, you know, I, I heard his voice hollering. And, and, you know, it's one of those situations where I uh, thought maybe it's an ankle or, or something. You see him laying there, and he's hollering, don't get up. And uh, he was laying on top of a kid's uh, legs. And, you know, I, I'm one of the first ones out there. And when you, when you see your son laying out there, first thing you know is can you move? You know, and at that point, uh, you know, he, he had movement on one side, didn't have movement on the other side. And luckily, um an Aravac uh medic was was apparent and he was there and immediately realized we had a very serious situation and you know we're in Collingwood and you know we had to jump in the vehicle. We we got him on the on the Aravac um and then we had to head to Nashville for a two-hour drive and and not knowing and when we get there the the, the trauma surgeon says, Hey we're well, we gonna go the we're getting ready to go into to the ER, but we're going to do an MRI first. And so I actually went into the the e, uh, MRI place with him. And after about fifteen minutes, they said, "Well, we're having problems." And you know, you, you, as a parent, you're just your own needles and uh, absolutely so, you are. So we had the MRI, and uh, you know, the doctor comes back and says, "Look, we don't have to do surgery." He said, "You know, basically some paralysis without any radiographic imaging that, that shows up." and and then it just became a process of uh, you know rest healing you know within a couple about three days he spent about a week in um, ICU but just as parents you know, seeing your child that way um, you know then then the process of getting him back you know can he play should he play you know I think it's a little probably a little tougher on mom um, first game he took kind of one hit that kind of made me. Uh, you know, want to run out there, but uh, you know, I mean, he, he's been cleared. Um, actually, the uh, Titans team doctor was last one that looked at all of his. Uh, the neuro guy looked at all of his stuff, and you know, he, he he's he, he just had one of those kind of freak accidents where, you know, it, it now, was scary.
2: How, now? How long? How and how? Uh, it, this happened two years ago at Collinwood. It,
18: it happened in May, spring game, next to last place for the varsity. Uh, he he made a tackle one of his own guys. Uh, just came to make the tackle two and hit him helmet to helmet, caused his neck to, to go backwards.
2: So he was out, he, he was not involved in football the
18: following year. He could not. We, we, at some point last year, when we first got him cleared, uh, you know, tried to let him do some stuff just with the team. Just it, it took a little bit longer to uh, rehab. To rehab, you know, part of the rehab is just letting your body rest and, uh,
2: and heal. And, and, and let those nerves and, sure. get back to normal, so, so to speak. Know, the
18: doctor said, uh, you know, it's be best just just focus on basketball and play some baseball the first year. And so, even to begin this year, he, he went out for golf, and we had to just kind of as a family decide, yeah, we, we think that you're at a spot. I mean, if you look at him, he's, he's about 210 pounds now. You know, he's put on about 20 pounds. A lot of it is, is muscle. He, he worked really hard. Uh, he's kind of a workaholic and um, you know he, when he gets his mind made up to do something and this is what he wanted to do so, you know, so
2: when he came to you and mama and said I'm ready to play football again what did you what did you if you don't mind telling our listeners how did that conversation go and how did how did you and your wife approach yeah. that request well,
18: we went out west on a family vacation and we were driving one day and he said uh, I'm gonna play football this year and I said, oh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it later. And, you know, that, that was a lot of the time. It was we'll talk about it later, we'll talk about it later. And as the season kind of got going along, um, he really came and said, Dad, I really want to play. So, uh, you know, we just had he's to was He's pretty down. persistent about it. He's pretty persistent. If you, if you know Bennett, he, he's pretty persistent. Um,
2: <laughs> okay.
18: Uh, so, you know, w- once we felt comfortable from um, – a standpoint of he's not at any more risk than he was before the first okay. injury.
2: Okay. You know. It's, it's, and,
18: it's, and plus, you know, after talking to Coach Harsfield, I yeah. went to coach and I said if you think you know, if you're unsure about him coming back, you tell me and we won't do it. And he said, you know, what we'll do is we'll let him come back on offense. And you know, B at the time was more of a defensive player but he said, I'm not going to let him play defense. Okay. So uh, that, that's been a judge. So he's, he got a little bit of what he wanted. But, you know, I mean, it, it's.
2: Was mama on board with
18: it? Well, you know, she's just. She, she says she can <laughs> leave it up to us. Uh, okay. In terms of. uh Bennett's very pers- persistent um, and. Um, she, she finally had to get to a point where she was okay with
1: it. Right, right. And we talked to him, like I said, we talked to him earlier, and, and I told him it takes a lot of heart and intestinal fortitude to go through that and want to come back and play. So it takes a lot of heart.
18: You know, one night he was in the ICU, and the nurse came in there running in there. It's about 2 o'clock in the morning. And uh, he was doing some of his therapy, what he could do, but it caused his heart rate to uh, – to, to get up, and, you know, they come running there. What's going on? And said, "Well, you know, he was just doing some of his therapy what he could laying in the bed, and it caused his heart rate to, to jump up." But you know, you pray every day. You know, one you last thing you want to ever do is see any of the kids get get injured. And uh, you know, luckily, he has an opportunity to come
2: back. Well, I think it's a, I think it's a terrific story. It's it's about perseverance and and uh, the drive of a young man wanting to do something that he really enjoys, and that's playing football and something as tragic and as kind of odd that happens like that type of injury. It's very rare that it happens. I mean, football is a violent sport. I don't care what anybody says, but it is, and there's always that possibility. But for it to happen to a young man like Bennett and then for him to gradually work his way back from Paralysis. I mean, yeah. you know.
18: You know, I, I, I was here the night, the kid from Collingwood. I don't know if – I can't even think of his name. Andrews. Andrews was his last name. You know, he had a JV game.
2: They got the, a bunch uh, of Andrews down yeah, there in Collingwood.
18: Uh, <laughs> last last play, which, you know, they ended up cutting the game. He, he was permanently paralyzed from the neck down. And if you'd been around Collinwood for many years afterwards, you know, he was in a wheelchair. He actually coached baseball. You know, he stayed involved in, in the sports. But you had a kid that was – 19th grade, and, you know, as a parent it was kind of ironic, you know, you're, you're there, but a lot of credit goes to the people in Wayne County, you know, they got that initial, and probably within 30 minutes you know, he was on a helicopter. Of course, you go to Vanderbilt, and you know, they're the best.
2: And and, and as a parent you you see it happen sure. to someone like that young man from Collinwood, sure. and you think, yeah. wow, sure. I, how do they get through that? Exactly. And then when it happens to you, it, it's, it's almost it's, surreal, like you're in some type yeah. of dream state, I'm sure, and it yeah. just hasn't
18: I drove to Nashville as fast as I could, but I really don't remember driving to Nashville, you know. So you're <laughs> right. you, you're uh, in, in that situation, but you know I, it's. I, I'm glad he's able to come back and maybe contribute some to his team.
1: Now Bennett and yeah. uh, and uh, Chandler, they're twins.
18: No, Bennett and Harden are, are twins.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
18: And Chandler is my nephew.
1: Oh, okay. I got so first cousin. Got, okay. First
18: so they're yeah. they're cousins and. uh you know what's kind of ironic and special about this is, uh, you know, a lot of these kids growing up playing basketball. Ty Bryant, which may be Summertown's best receiver, uh, he played a lot of ball with my kids and AAU, and just a great kid. And you know, he came out the field earlier, and I was able just to tell him, you know, take it easy on us. And, uh, <laughs> but you know, there, there's there's a rivalry, but there's also a lot of respect between the two schools and, and uh, friendships. And, and, and friendships, yeah.
2: I mean, you know, these, like you said, and we mentioned it earlier, these kids are, the, are the 10 to 15 miles, uh, splits is between them, and they grow up playing with each other and, and, and being friends and being on the same team or playing against each other. Even even as little leaguers or peewee leagues or or, or whatever it is, even though they're playing against each other, When all the games are over, they're still out here rolling in the grass and playing in the dirt and and jumping in the mud puddle. The the seniors, uh,
18: you know, we started about the third grade, the little travel basketball team, and we'd probably play summertime. Ty's dad was the coach of his little team, and we'd probably play each other seven, eight times a year because it was so close I'd call them up and say, hey, will not you come over tomorrow night? And after the high school team's practice, we'll we'll, we'll scrimmage a little bit. So they really, really got to know each other and – but you know we're we're excited about our our, our program, our season. Like I say last week, uh, Eric he texted me during the game, and maybe can't repeat some of the things <laughs> I was texting back. But you know it, it, it was a tough game. I, I I said it it was like a team, it was like a Dean Smith four corners team versus Loyola Marymount's running gun. In, in the first half, they came in with the perfect uh, game plan. They held the ball for about six minutes. The, the the first possession we come out we go we go fast and you know within thirty seconds we're three and out they come back and they run it six seven minutes you know we get it back we go three and out the first half we ran thirteen plays we had two positive yards you know they they executed in the first quarter they're back they're running the play clock down to to two seconds
2: right right you know
18: every single time so you got to give them a a lot of credit what I was really proud of our guys was we didn't give up you know. My own jumped off sides with fourth down, four minutes to go, and now they're inside, is first and goal. You know, very easily, you know, you could have gave up because, oh, man, you know, just not our night. We come back, we make a play.
2: couple interceptions. A couple interceptions in, in, late, inside the 22 to your go- okay. of them.
18: Uh, you know, even after we scored with four minutes to go, we, we had to play defense. You know, we came back, and they actually got the ball down to the 30-yard line, our own 30. So, I mean, they, they were getting close. They were getting close, but luckily was able to make a stand. And-
2: well, just like last night uh, in, in the NFL game, if, if people watch, our listeners watch it out there, there was one time that Philadelphia had the ball. I think they only moved the ball 45, 50 yards, and it they ate up nine minutes of the clock right. and never scored. And Al Michaels, who's been doing NFL broadcasting forever, said he's not ever sure he's ever seen a team hold on the ball that long, go that little bit of yardage, and not put any points sure. on the board. That, so, And that's kind of what you're describing with sure, Harpeth.
18: Sure. You know, we were lucky. We got an interception. Darian Meza, he, he intercepted one uh, on about the 15-yard line, I almost took it to the house, just stepped out. Then we had another one inside the five, Hayden holding back in the end zone, intercepted it too, you know. I mean, so it, it was too big. It was too big plays. They they keyed on Darian. They they bracketed him all, all night. You know, they 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 were keying on him and. We just had some other kids uh, step up. Now, Drake, I know we're just about running out of time, but I know you're getting on these boys about UT. I just want <laughs> to know what happened down in Tuscaloosa. Man, exactly. we,
2: we, we got to throw the ball to the right play. We got well, to throw, quit throwing the football to the other team would help. You know, I, mean, I, I, you,
18: I, I see that maybe you're starting a new quarterback t- t- tomorrow. You th- that it small? is
2: official. Ty Buckner uh, the in Notre Dame transfer will be starting against yeah. South Florida. And uh, – Jonathan Berry just informed me I, 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 they're playing that game in Tampa. I
27: believe they're playing it where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play. Well, in South Florida that. is that, in the Fort, Fort let me Lauderdale. Confirm there, for
2: way you. down south in Fort Lauderdale area. But... Um, you know, we just got to play better. We got we yeah. got we got to execute better. We got to play better. Yeah. Uh the quarterback needs needs to get off his progression and and sure. his fir- his first read because, and progress through his right. so This
18: is what I'm worried about. I'm worried about if you lose too many next time we come back here. Perman may have to build <sighs> some railings. I don't want
27: We have too many losses.
1: Exactly, exactly. Hey, Drake came in with the best attack. Does it feel
27: like '98 again? Is that what they're trying to say?
1: Hey, we appreciate uh, Principal Eric Hughes coming up. Thank you, thank you for coming up. You're listening to the Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show. We'll be back right after this.
26: And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five, and it was a lot faster than I thought, so here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. (laughs) No, 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 I mean in a good way. At take five, your oil change is
3: faster than you think. Take five, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change.
1: Welcome back to the Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show. I'm Barry Duke, along with Frank Colley, Chris Porter, Eric Harriman, Jonathan Barry, and Coach Keith Stacy. So welcome back as the Mount Pleasant Tigers preparing to battle the Eagles of Summertown tonight in a big rivalry game here in Mount Pleasant.
2: Yeah, Barry, we're only about 20 minutes away from kickoff here at Mount Pleasant High School if you live close by. Still got time to load everybody up and get on down here to Mount Pleasant High School and watch game between Summertown Eagles and the Mount Pleasant Tigers. And Coach Stacy, you're our stats guy. You're our analytical guy. What did the power rankings say this week? I know you've delved into that. So what did did they say? The power rankings say that Mount Pleasant is a twenty.
3: Nine-point favorite. Hold on Say a minute. How, can you repeat that for Mount me? Mount Pleasant, 29-point <laughs>
2: favorite.
27: 29. Goodness gracious. I can't, even ca-
2: I can't even count that high, I don't I, think. I, Any, I don't what know What comes either. after 29? I think 32. Okay. <laughs> All right. There
4: you go. Okay. Old Beach High School.
2: Okay. I'm oh, Ooh, I'm just saying. That's you know <laughs> He probably never mind. <laughs> well, I, so and for any of you, any of our listeners that don't understand the power rankings, uh, Coach Stacy, go on and, and tell them what that what what, what Mount Pleasant by twenty nine means.
3: Well, uh, there's a guy named Sonny Moore who puts together power rankings for high school football all across the nation, and I've said this before; it is very difficult for one person or even for a group of people to know just how good all high school teams are across the state, much less the nation, because it doesn't get the coverage that pro or college football gets and people don't have the opportunity to, to see the games necessarily. But uh, basically what he does is he takes the strength of the schedule and the total scores and the points given up, and he's got a formula and he comes up with a ranking. Uh, and then he says if you subtract the lower number from the higher number, that is your point uh, differential. And, and it, you and add pretty, two points to the home team, and that should be – it, it doesn't predict a final score, just a, a margin of victory.
2: And, it, and it's relatively
3: correct. I mean, it's pretty close. It has been. Now, however, the last two weeks – it's been false because as we were down here 2 weeks ago Waverly was a 6 point favorite uh and of course we we saw, saw that, that that didn't didn't pan out right right uh, last week at the uh, Columbia Shelbyville game Columbia was a 2 point favorite
2: and i believe they ended up losing by two yeah that and that was a hard fought it game was a hard was, fought that, game that was that was a close game so it did he's not going to get it exactly right every time no. but it, it it will show you Just the kind of the differences between these two programs right now. Yep, absolutely. And that's roughly about thirty points difference when when they tee it up. So, and
1: that's interesting. What what are the numbers? Uh, No, Columbia Central traveling to Lawrence County to play Lawrenceburg tonight. Uh, What's the uh, what's the chance of winning? I did not
3: look at that one. Uh, However, uh, Columbia Central is ranked higher. I don't know the difference.
2: So, technically, we would probably say Columbia's favorite a little in that, in that ball Columbia game. Columbia should be and the
3: favorite. Uh, Mount Pleasant is, is the, you know, and what head, about, head and shoulders favorite tonight here.
2: And what about Spring Hill? we got to talk a little bit about Spring Hill. They're kind of uh, doing what they haven't done in a long time. I think,
3: and, you know, Chris and I talked about this uh, last week uh, after last week's game. Spring Hill losing to, uh, Lincoln County last week was – I think a crushing loss for them because it, it was one of the games on the schedule that they had a chance to win. I don't know how many games that are left on their schedule that they have a legitimate chance to
2: win. Okay, but Lee, you felt as though Lincoln County was one, yes, yeah, one game that they they had a good shot at
5: winning. Can, at can home. we truly classify any Spring Hill loss as crushing? Uh, he, nah, he, he, yeah, you went I mean, there. Uh,
21: I, guess
27: I, to the I don't know that is. you can't. Disheartening. As we hear the band coming here tonight, folks, they're uh, really getting after it. But uh, that's a new, that's a a new bummer, high school down bummer. there.
2: A uh, I you
3: know, I don't know, but crushing. At the very least, it's a bummer. <laughs> At the
2: very least, it's a bummer. I, I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs>
27: Man, you said they're playing the James Lawson High School down there, which is the new high school. Our, our Metro team's are notoriously not good anymore. What's what's going on with that? Because I've noticed yeah, uh, only, there's Central there's
5: only... outside of Pearl Cone. About Pearl,
4: Pearl Cone, Cone, Cone and East Nashville.
27: East, East Pearl Cone oh, and East, okay. that's all so, you got. Yeah, I, I'm picking Spring Hill tonight just, just for that factor I Yeah, and I don't,
3: obviously don't know anything about this new high school. I don't know. I guess those kids all work. Um, it's way out. It out past Hill, Hillwood. Hillwood last year. Yeah. It runs to the uh,
5: yeah. Davidson Cheatham County
3: it's line almost out there. Cheatham there. County. Yep. So yeah. <sighs> so uh, yeah, that that may be an interesting game and that may be one that Spring Hill can win
1: certainly that that's their opportunity and certainly hope they uh, uh, and i know that that this is an opportunity for them to pick up another win which is uh, has been rare in the last couple of years for spring hill
27: absolutely four wins in 10 years i think was is the stat i'm not sure exactly on that
1: oh wow yeah. wow well five
27: <laughs> count last week or two weeks ago
1: wow
2: <laughs> didn't realize that <laughs> well yeah. there's there's plenty of room for improvement
27: well, that's a cold no, no, hard just, truth, I believe. They'd that's they'd a country music up. song at some point.
2: <laughs> the only one way to go it there, it and that be. is
27: up, yeah. up, uh, <laughs> uh, straight up, uh, you know. They're we- going to start going out the sides. <laughs>
1: We're in Mount Pleasant, <laughs> getting ready for the Mount Pleasant Summertown game. Oh, Kickoff man. is set for seven o'clock. Just a few minutes here in Mount Pleasant, the fans are piling in, and should be, uh, it should be—it could be—a very exciting ball game tonight.
2: Well, there's a long line of folks just waiting to pay right there outside the ticket Ooh, booth. it is a line. Oh trying wow! I mean, they're, they get they're the trying folks to get in, in right, here. Well, they uh, had
27: that late night special at Schaefer's. I believe that's why they're a little late they, getting in here. There you have it. I, I believe I Johnson's wanting some Schaefer's. Uh, well, I'm I'm like, going to see how many times I can say man, it tonight. So, to next time we go down we, there, we'll show our badge. That we we need, need to quit shavers, giving this free air time <laughs> until they
2: can, <laughs> they can come up with some uh, brisket, at least. Or, I mean, or uh, as, as um, the Arby's commercial, you know,
3: where's the show, beef? The, show the meat, <laughs> man. We got the meat. We
2: got the meat. I guarantee you. <laughs> They yeah. have the meat, without a doubt. Definitely. You know, I've yeah. never been to Schaefer's, but I've heard
1: great things about oh, the food. there. Well, yeah. We're going next that's time. That's all
5: the more reason for them to bring us some uh, samples. Yeah, next little time, samples,
1: right? yeah. samples, yeah. Samples,
4: ain't nothing like good free samples. Yeah, yeah right. exactly.
27: Right. I mean, they have the jiggliest... Uh, brisket you this side of the mississippi
4: Jiggliest.
27: oh you know it's supposed to jiggle when you that's how you can tell it's good ben, It's It's a,
5: it's I, a I, I, did, oh, okay.
1: I didn't know that now is your belly jiggling or is the meat jiggling no, it sounds j- like well, everything may have been jiggling, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jiggling <all> right. <laughs> hey, i heard good things
27: hey, we got pl- we got about a minute here left i want to i'd be remiss if we didn't talk about our middle school folks tonight guys okay uh, chris just sent me the standings we're looking at um all, of all our uh, six middle school teams in Murray County with Thorns sitting at the top at 3-0. I believe they had a win over, was it Cox Middle School this week? Or Coach last James year? Dickinson. Yeah, Coach James Dickinson. Yeah. Battle Creek sitting at 2-1. and one. Columbia Academy in that range is 2-1 and one as well. Mount Pleasant here, the Mount 2-1. and one. EA Cox, uh, they're coming off, a, you know, they had a good year last year, but it looks like they're struggling. They're 0-3 as is Spring Hill Middle School. So that's your middle school folks tonight, guys. And so,
2: Chris, at the end of the year, our listeners can look forward to a a county championship. Yep, Murray County. We will, we will broadcast the
4: championship live. I mean, not live. Well, yeah, we'll be live, and then we will do the pregame show before it starts. So we're excited about that!
1: are you listening to the Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show. We're in Mount Pleasant as we get ready for kickoff at seven o'clock between the Mount Pleasant Tigers and the Eagles of Summertown. Should be a very exciting game, so we'll take a short break, and we'll be back with the kickoff right after this. You'll listen to the Bird County High School Game Day Show. Wait for the kickoff.
14: This
0: is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
28: We'll go toward the conversion and construction of intake facilities and assessment centers across the state. One assessment center and two intake facilities will be located in each of the state's three grand divisions for a total of nine facilities. The assessment centers will each have 16 beds to house a child for up to 30 days. Intake facilities will welcome youth for short-term transitional stays with 12 beds, as well as have offices for case managers and other DCS staff. The centers will serve as a crucial entry point for youth in need of immediate care to ensure best initial placement. This real estate plan will expedite the process of finding children their forever homes and create a home base for DCS staff for the very first time through the new intake and assessment facilities DCS Commissioner Margie Quinn said in the release. DCS's real estate expansion project is aimed at addressing the lack of placement options for children entering the care of the department. The plan will also enhance safety and security for youth and staff at DCS facilities across the state. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office announced last week $28.5 million in federal grant funds to be distributed statewide from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration for the 2023-24 federal fiscal year. Murray County will be receiving a total of $133,105.60. $20,000 will go to the Columbia Police Department for Traffic Safety and Education. $20,022 to the destin Leguiza Foundation for a campaign against impaired driving. $20,000 to DPD for a network coordinator. $38,123.60 to the Murray County Sheriff's Office for Traffic Safety and Education. $4,960 will go to Mount Pleasant. Police Department for Traffic Enforcement and $50,000 to the Spring Hill Police Department for DUI Enforcement. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office is pleased to announce the allocation of federal grant funds to support our traffic safety partners across Tennessee, said Director Buddy Lewis. These funds will be used to increase traffic safety education, public awareness, advocacy, training, and enforcement initiatives to improve driver behavior and protect Tennessee roadways. These partnerships are essential to saving lives and reducing traffic fatalities across Tennessee. Over 370 federal grants exceeding 28 million in total have been awarded to law enforcement agencies and highway safety partners across Tennessee. Approximately 3 million in media grant funds will be allocated for statewide highway safety education and public awareness campaigns. Every year, traffic safety advocates, nonprofit organizations, emergency response personnel, law enforcement, district attorneys general, and other state agencies across Tennessee seek funding through grant applications offered by the THSO. Applicants who meet the required data-driven criteria and highway safety standards are awarded grant funds to support the THSO's mission to reduce traffic crashes, injuries, and fatalities. All right, we're going to take our final break of the day. When we come back, one final story from right here in Murray County. Stick around on Front Porch Radio News. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Today. I'm Chris Yao, filling in for Tom Price. We'll be right back after these messages.
14: To see it, to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed. And a playoffs weekend becomes a lifetime of memories. It's a tradition like no other. At a track like no other. And after it's all over, you still won't believe it ever happened. NASCAR playoffs weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com.
22: Imagine all the hits you love in one collection. Live it up with favorites like, I won, did you hear me? I won! Or the timeless treasure, I just won $5,000! And who can forget the all time classic? Look who's going on vacation! Get your hands on the cash loaded Hit Instant Games collection at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. And let the good times roll. Only from the Tennessee Lottery, game changing fun.
0: Please play responsibly. It's time for the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Parks Motors, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Ten Pin Alley, Fast Stop Markets, Columbia Dodge, Chrysler & Jeep, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Family Dental Associates, CSH, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Mart, Davis Heating and Cooling, the Dr. Gill Center, Baird Financial Company, The Parker Group, First Farmers Bank and Trust, The Garbage Man, LLC, Caledonian Financial, and the Sands Fence Company.
1: And good evening, everybody. Get ready for the kickoff coming up in just a few minutes here in Mount Pleasant between the Mount Pleasant Tigers and the Eagles of... Summertown High School. I'm Barry Duke, along with Drake Colley and Coach Mike bringing you the game of the week here on 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Mount Pleasant coming into tonight's game with a record of 4-0 taking on the Eagles of Summertown just a few miles away, a big rivalry. Mount Pleasant taking on the Summertown Eagles tonight here at Mount Pleasant.
2: Yeah, definitely. Barry and Mike, I definitely feel this is a tale of two teams right here. Uh, Mount Pleasant playing very well. A hard, hard-fought ball game last week that I think they all feel as though they're probably pretty fortunate to win. Uh, very to, to win. get yeah. To get their record to 4-0, and and now they're playing the team from Summertown who's really a little bit at about mid-season as tonight marks mid-season uh, for these high school teams. And there the Eagles come in at 0-4 playing Mount Pleasant's 4-0. So we'll see what happens. Yep. Well, that's why they got to play it, Mike, right? Right, you right. At... As,
0: as, if you've coached in small schools stuff like that, these schools do go in cycles, whether coaches want to admit to it or not mm-hmm. or whatever, something you learn that – that uh, your, your talent level kind of goes in cycles and stuff like that uh, when when summertown first started they had a group of athletes that made them pretty competitive pretty fast they're kind of in one of those cycles now that where we're the, uh, the the athleticism and stuff is down a little bit as far as football's concerned and so they're kind of struggling through those years they're young and they're trying to to rebuild that that first uh, you know the first few years that they had. Uh, they'll, they'll, uh, you know, they'll have those cycles coming up, uh, right now. Mount Pleasant's running on a high cycle, you know, right. and, and they're, and they're, uh, you know, they're, they're riding the crest and stuff and, and, you know, and you try to take advantage of it when you can, when you're the coach.
2: And the reality of it is, it's just a, kind of a numbers thing,
0: Mike and Barry. I mean, they,
2: you know, these small schools here in rural parts of Tennessee, they, that are trying to get an upstart program like Summertown has. I mean they're relatively what, eight years old now as far as playing football. And that's not very long in, in, in the world of high school sports and high school football. There's still a fledgling, a very young program. And if you're if you're if you're drawing from very slim or smaller smaller numbers, it makes it even tougher to yeah. be competitive with even the larger single A school. Yeah.
0: And if you're Mount Pleasant, you want to take advantage of that right now. And uh, this, this is one of those games that you want to get them down as fast as you can get them. Because a team like Summertown, if you let them hang around, is when they get dangerous. And, and if you can take care of it early, get get control of it early, then uh, you can kind of cruise through this if you, you know. But you've got to come out, and you've got to come out with all gains, all guns blazing make sure because you never know like you said, this is why we tee it up and play the game every week. You, you never know what's going to happen.
1: Without a doubt Mount Pleasant tops and bottoms white numerals, Summertown white helmets, white jerseys blue numerals and gray pants
0: I, I believe Summertown won the toss and elected to receive they'll be moving from left to right on your dial. Mount Pleasant will be mo- moving from right to left in this first quarter. So
1: Mount Pleasant will be kicking off to Summertown to get this game underway here at Mount Pleasant between the Summertown Eagles and the Mount Pleasant Tigers here tonight in Mount Pleasant. Of course, Mount Pleasant coming off a miraculous win last week over Harpeth, 14-10 to on a 99-yard fumble recovery. So Wheatley kicks off to Summertown, short kick, high kick. Summertown fights to get on it just in time. There's a pal, and Mount Pleasant said they have the ball.
2: Yeah,
0: they've, they've got it. Mount yeah. Pleasant has it. Little pooch kick, and the Summertown receiver did the one cardinal sin. You tell all receivers, do not let the ball hit the ground. Took a sideways hop instead of hopping right to him, and Mount Pleasant took advantage of it.
1: Looked like Avery Johnson comes up with the recovery.
0: And so now you have the, the first uh, the first situation where Mount Pleasant's taking advantage they, they basically are going to get two first first series in each half now
1: Mount Pleasant with the football at the summertown 29 yard line first and ten hand off to the back McClure hit and hit at the line of scrimmage might have lost a half yard great defense that time by summertown
0: hand off to McClure. Yeah, pretty good attack at the at the, point, at the point of the hole. If he'd have broken to his right, he had a, a scene. Uh, but it just, it's of course, that's easy to see up here sometimes.
1: <laughs> Jeffrey Stoll with the tackle for Summertown. They give him a yard. Second down and nine from the Summertown 28 yard line. Nick Brown is the quarterback. Mesa in motion. Hand off to the back, running around the left side. He's at the 25. Get at the 20, the 15, the 10. And rolled out of bounds inside the 10 yard line. And carrying the football for the Tigers is Carey McClure. McClure with the carry. First and goal for the Tigers at about the nine yard line.
0: Unit up tempo. No huddle. Hand off to
1: the back and around the left side. McClure gets it to about the sixth. Short game that time, McClure.
0: Yeah, they just tried to run the very same play that they got the big gain on right there, kind of a hurry up and and while they're catching Summertown on their heels, and Summertown was able to rally to the ball this time.
2: Yeah, it's good to see McClure back the last time we were here a couple of weeks ago. He was not playing, and uh, his fellow teammate, Mr. Mesa, took care of business, though. Yes, he uh, did. In in his absence.
1: Second and goal from the eight for the Tigers. They send wide receiver Caden Davis wide to the right side. Man in motion. Brown. Pitch. McClure. McClure fights his way to the five. Breaks the tackle at the four. Falls into the end zone. Did he score? Yes. Touchdown, Tigers. Jaden McClure with the touchdown on the eight-yard run for the Tigers and puts Mount Pleasant on the scoreboard first as Mount Pleasant leads six to nothing with the point after up and coming.
0: Yeah, they just a little speed option to the right uh, and it really was more of a sweep because uh, Brown pitched it before there was really any pressure on him and then McClure cut back that he was initially cut off on pursuit and they over pursued him a little bit. He cut back all the way to the left and was able to punch it in.
2: Coach Raylor, do you see a a play to the right, sweep to the right from eight yards out cut back to your left, but that's exactly what happened on that play. Pleasant
1: going for two handoff to the back fighting. He stopped short of the goal line And the two-point conversion, no good. The score, Mount Pleasant Tigers 6, Summertown nothing. We'll be back right after this.
0: This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
1: Back in Mount Pleasant, I'm Barry Duke, along with Drake Collie and Coach Mike. I think the Tigers are favored by 30. Right now they're leading Summertown 6-0. Mount Pleasant kicked off a short kick, and the curve the kick, a short high kick, and now Mount Pleasant kicking off to Summertown again. The Tigers... Leading six to nothing as the two point conversion by Mount Pleasant, no good.
0: Yeah, we mentioned last year that their kicking game isn't quite as strong this year, so now they're going into more of the strategic placement kicking.
1: Allen Wheatley kicks off. Summertown gets it at the 25, hammered at the 32. Big hit that time, Mount Pleasant. And coming up again, Avery Johnson. Johnson is really, really playing well on special teams. As I think he was the one that recovered the short kick earlier. Absolutely was. And uh, now he uh, comes up with a big hit. They're going to spot the ball at about the 34.
0: Yeah, they they move him around on their kickoff coverage team to where they're going to move. And if if Summertown will pay attention, if they'll find out where Johnson is, they'll kind of have an idea where the kick's going to go. Sure. And uh, so we'll see if that pattern holds up.
1: Summertown with their first offensive drive of the game. Hand off to the back. No play action. Intercepted, Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant with it at the 40, the 35. Down to the 30, to the 25. and knocked down inside the 20-yard line. And coming up with the interception is J.P. Easterling. Easterling comes up with the interception. A freshman almost took it to the house. Mount Pleasant back in business. They're going to spot him officially
2: at the 20-yard line. Summertown on about a three-step drop right there, and he just fired it right to the Mount Pleasant player.
0: Yeah, it was that RPO, and and, uh, Mount Pleasant did a great job of jumping up under the slant route.
1: Brown is your quarterback. Send wide receiver Mesa wide to the right side. Single back in the backfield. Brown back in the pocket of pass. Brown looking downfield. Brown got a man opening end zone, broken up, intercepted in the end zone. Summertown. Summertown with the the football at the 5, at the 10, Fights his way out to the 15-yard line and knocked down somewhere in that area.
2: Yeah,
0: Brown threw it to double
1: covers that time.
0: Yeah, he he tried to force that one a little bit. He threw in a double. Really didn't have anybody open that time either. Needed to throw it out of the end zone or take it, tuck it and run. Tried to force a pass in that time and he paid the price for it. And
2: things were going so well from Mount Pleasant, I think Brown just kind of was a little overzealous (laughs) and kind of thought, well, I'm just going to go and fire it in there, let my guy make a play and unfortunately for him, the Summertown defender made a play.
1: They spot the football at the Summertown 10-yard line. Quarterback with their hands up to the back. And the tackle up to the 15, drags the man across the 20-yard line
2: for Summertown.
0: Had a good little seam right there on a, on a little uh, counter trap.
2: Good positive game for Summertown, about six or seven yards right there. Pickup of seven, as you say.
1: Second down, three for the Tigers. Mount Pleasant leading six to nothing. Summertown after the Mount Pleasant interception. Moving the football. Hand off to the back. Nothing. Nada. Stopped that time
2: by the Tigers. I think he lost a yard.
0: Yeah, that time they tried to do more of a power play, and uh, they're they're not going to overpower this front. Um, you know, that's just with that big share boy in the middle Uh, they're not going to overpower them they're either going to have to outrun them to the side which is going to be very hard to do or counter them and take advantage of their fast pursuit
1: as robinson comes up with the stop for the tigers they're looking at third down and four loss of a yard on the play quarterback back in the pocket of pass got a man man wide open as he streaks across and hits
2: him in the back incomplete you know, right there, number two for Summertown. Of course, if he turns his head and is aware the ball is coming to him, he might have caught it. Or if the quarterback had held on to it for another second or two and thrown it over the top. Well, the timing—he was, like was going to be the timing
0: was open. perfect. He was in a little bubble, little bubble right there. If he'd been looking for the ball, uh, you know, it, he was almost in the perfect little bubble of the coverage of the zone coverage.
1: Things up fourth down and four. Summertown will punt it away to the Tigers back deep for Mount Pleasant. Darian Mesa, very dangerous player. Punter gets it off, short kick, takes a high hop. Mesa takes it at the 43. Tried to find his way to the 40 and knocked down at that point.
0: So Mount
1: Pleasant will have the football first and 10 at the Summertown 40 yard line.
0: Yeah, the Summertown uh, player, you know. In open field against Mesa, did a really, really good job of making him stop and stutter step a couple of times and let Pursuit catch up to him.
1: There's a flag down.
0: They waved it they off. They waved it off. Yeah.
1: Mount Pleasant leading 6 to nothing over Summertown early. 6.37 left in the first quarter. Mount Pleasant has a football at the Summertown 40-yard line. Brown hands up to the back, McClure. McClure. A couple of yards and fighting forward for maybe a couple more, and that's it. Notice uh, Summertown's defense a quick pursuing defense.
0: Yeah, he had a power play. had a good seam on the power play. He'd have, again, if he have broken it to the left this time, he would have been still running. He broke it to the right, realized his mistake, but it was too late at that point.
1: Pick up a three on the play, brings up second down seven for the Tigers. Quarterback is Nick Brown. Hands up play action. McClure pitches it out to Mesa. Mesa with the screen is knocked down for a very short gain. Uh, screen that
2: didn't work that time.
0: Impressive open field tackle right there. And congratulations
2: uh, to Nick Brown for being put into the Tennesseans top 100 high school football players in the state of Tennessee. So that's a it's a big honor for Nick Brown. Congratulations to him and And to to his family. Exactly.
1: Third down seven, no gain on the play. Tigers looking at third and seven from the 37-yard line. Throw to the back on the left side. McClure breaks his way across the 35, close to the 30, and as he goes out of bounds at about the 29-yard line. And it's a first down for the Tigers.
0: Yeah, just a little bubble screen. They had two receivers out here to the left. They sent their tail back on a, a little bubble motion, and they just stood up and threw the ball out him. It's kind of like a quick sweep and uh, was able to get to the corner and, and move upfield.
1: They spotted at the 29-yard line, uh, Summertown, first and 10 for the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Got Darian Mesa wide to the right side. McClure in the backfield. Nick Brown is your quarterback, wide receiver to the – Left side is Davis. Hand off McClure. McClure fights, breaks the tackle, still fighting. Gets to the 30, to the 25, up to the 20-yard line, just inside the 20-yard line for another first down for the Tigers. And McClure running the football well and the offensive line blocking well.
0: Yeah, he had a huge hole that time and. It's been the last three or four plays, the defensive backs are making the tackles for Summertown. If you live by that all night, you're going to be in trouble.
1: First and ten, Tigers, ball spotted at the Summertown 17-yard line. Summertown man in motion, Brown with a pitch, goes to McClure, one-handed catch, Summertown's in the backfield and maybe lost a yard or two on the play.
0: Looked like there was a blocking mix-up mix that yeah. time. There, there were three Summertown players yeah. right at the vicinity of the catch.
2: Yeah, Logan Love, number 10 for Summertown. Got penetration right there and kind of – looked like he kind of read the play a little bit, Mike. He was right there. I mean, and to take down McClure, is one man is – you're doing a pretty good
0: job yeah, tackling right you got to get him quick before he gets his shoulders turned up the field.
1: They lose two yards on the play, looking at second down and 12. They said Mesa wide to the left side, Davis to the right side. Brown, high snap, hands it off to McClure. McClure at the 20, you the 15, told. the 10, the 5, into the end zone. Touchdown. Tannehill
22: was asked about the poor performance. And,
1: and a great run that time by Jaden McClure.
0: And I could have run through that hole. Now, hold on a minute. (laughs) That was a monstrously huge hole. (laughs) I I think,
1: uh, Drake, I think he'd still be running.
0: (laughs) That's just the the whole point I'm making right there. Even I could run through that (laughs) hole. You know, that was a great job of the line right there. The hole is at least six yards wide.
1: (laughs) Mount Pleasant going for two, the two point conversion. Runs, picks up a couple yards, not enough for the two-point conversion. No good. And the score, Mount Pleasant 12, Summertown nothing. We'll be back right after this timeout Back in Mount Pleasant, home of the Tigers, Mount Pleasant leading Summertown 12 to nothing. As Mount Pleasant's Allen Wheatley set to kick off to Summertown, the deep back for Summertown is Ty Bryant. Kickoff goes to the left side, picks it up at the 25 uh, yard line, 24 yard line, and
6: right
1: William Wright the- with the Bouncing kick. Falls on it at about the 25-yard line. So, Summertown will have the football first and 10 at their yeah. own.
0: Again, uh, Johnson was over on the left side of the kickoff team, and they kicked it over here to the left sideline this time. Uh, so far, that pattern is holding up. Uh, I wonder if the, the Summertown coaches are noticing that as well.
1: Summertown with the ball first and 10 at their own 25 yard line. Hand off to the back, no quarterback keeper keeps it, goes across the 30 to about the 33 yard line. And quarterback for Summertown is Jaden Stoll.
0: Well executed option right there. They, they leave the end, the defensive end unblocked and he reads it. That time the end took the running back, uh, attacked the running back really hard, quarterback kept it and there was a good seam up in the middle of the, of the line.
2: And another positive first down play. Picks up seven yards,
1: brings up second down and three for Summertown. Stoll, screen pass to Bryant. Bryant breaks a tackle, steps out of bounds close enough for the first down though. Has got the pitch to tie Bryant. Bryant is bumped out of bounds, steps out of bounds.
2: And Bryant Bryant was the individual, the player that Eric Hughes principal, Mount Pleasant principal, Eric Hughes was talking about earlier that Grew up playing uh, AAU ball, baseball, with his sons and his nephew. And and, and these kids know each other. They're, they're within close proximity. The high schools are of each other. They know each other. So uh, they're going at it pretty pretty good out
0: there. Yeah. And, it was, again, he showed some good speed and good moves that time to get away from the uh, cornerback on the
1: tackle. Ball on the 38, first and 10. Quarterback rolls out, stole that long pass down the field. Got a man open, fight for the loose ball, and pass interference is going to be called. Under through the ball, and Mount Pleasant uh, lost track of the ball and hit the player too early.
0: Actually, the Summertown receiver had a step on him, and almost it was kind of one of those things that if he didn't, if he didn't pull him down, he might have he gotten away from him.
2: And well, I think that was Ty Bryan again on the opposite side of the field from what he just caught that little flick pass closest to us. He was on the far side of the field. Ran the go route, and uh, the Mount Pleasant defender pretty much had to pull him to the ground. I mean
0: Yeah, because he he had him he had him beat. he uh, was, was running by him. For some reason I'm thinking there's a there's also a penalty on Summertown. Or the whoa yeah. Hold it!
1: They called. They called the a penalty against Summertown because I was no Oh, did they
0: call that offensive pass interference?
1: Push. Wow! 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 Offensive pass
0: interference. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, that, I didn't see that.
2: <laughs> and for you listeners, I'm standing up in the up in the press box behind Barry and Mike. It, I might just have to sit down.
0: That and, that, and, that yeah. And
2: catch my breath to try to understand how that was possibly. I, I, Offensive pass interference I, I don't understand. That, yeah. with that play.
0: I'm uh, sure the Summertown coaches are beside themselves right now. because
2: Unless he pushed off to get that
1: open. I don't know. But
0: oh, no. Oh, no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> First and 23 for Summertown. Hand off to the back. Hit in the backfield. Body slam down. Ball is loose.
6: <laughs> and, uh, I hope the
2: ball's okay.
1: William Blounts. But the, that's sure he got sh- body
2: that's that's Char, Char, it? yeah it's he showered at over 400 pounds, he threw the through the runner to the ground the ball kind of came dislodged and then shower pounced on the ball and I'm they might, they might be checking the ball to make sure it still has all the air left in
0: it. I'll tell you sure. what, I'll well, well,
1: tell you what. It felt like an earthquake. I, I thought, I, I, thought <laughs> I felt the ground shake. He, he As, as much as we're,
0: th- this young man at 400 pounds can move. He really can. He's he a player. well. He's, a, I mean, he's their
2: nose guard. He's Mount Pleasant's nose guard. Quarterback
1: hand up to the back. Got some running room. Breaks it out to the 25, to the 30, to the 35. Trying to turn the corner. Hit. Breaks another tackle to the 40, to the 45, and knocked down about the 47-yard line, and that is uh, William White. William White with a carry for Summertown
0: had a good seam at the beginning of the play, but after about five, ten yards, then it turned into poor, poor tackling. And Mount Pleasant's defensive coordinator probably is about to have a stroke right now. Uh, That was about four missed tackles right there on that one play.
2: Logan Love. A junior. Well, Mount Pleasant's hitting him and not wrapping him up. They're right. thinking the, the hit's going to take him down or knock him out of bounds, and he just bounced off of him, kept his balance, and kept moving up the field. Mount Summertown. Pleasant needs to wrap him up right there. Summertown's got pretty good speed.
0: They got they got the good speed. Whether or not they had the strength to to move him around enough this game.
1: Stole hands off to the back and get the yard or
2: two.
0: We have Bryant with the carry. Number 32, Chandler
2: Hughes. And with just under four minutes to go in the first quarter, Summertown is trying to get into Mount Pleasant territory for the first time right at their own 49-yard line. So we'll
0: see if they can. Summertown's got a young team, and they're showing some some flashes of some some really strong talent. Uh, Again, the question is whether or not they're going to be able to maintain that. Uh, I think they're kind of surprising Mount Pleasant with how quick they are.
1: Chandler Hughes with the tackle. Summertown looking at second down, ten, at their own forty-eight yard line. Stole the quarterback hands off to the back, fights his way forward for a couple yards. Gonna bring up third down and long for Summertown. Guy
2: yeah, knows the back ran to the other side the way Big Shar was going that time. Shar went to his left. <laughs> And yeah. the runner went to the other side, yeah, away as well, from right Yeah, as there. well
0: as he move, as well as he does move, he's not gonna he's not gonna chase you down the line and, and make that play. So they, they realize that running at him is not going to be the the, the right answer. Runner,
1: runner down right. six. Goal is the quarterback, hands off to the back, turns the corner, likes his way to the forty two yard line, close to the first down.
2: I bet they go for
1: it. Yeah, I bet they got it. Yeah. Well, maybe just a short, just a little it's gonna short. Be, it
0: looks like it's being marked with the left foot. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit short. One of those left foot, right foot marks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they
1: got mark it man about the 42. Needs to get to the 42 and a half on the first down. So, a very short yard. Fourth and one for Summertown. Mount Pleasant leading 12 to nothing. Quarterback is stole. Quarterback sneak. First effort didn't get it. Second effort got it. And they don't They don't give him too much, but they give him the first down. He didn't need that
0: boy. That was a brave move because they ran that quarterback. They ran that quarterback sneak right at share.
1: They need about a half yard or less, and they got it. The ball oh, wow. spotted first now at the forty-one. First and ten for Summertown. Chet Stole is the quarterback. A junior sends wide receiver to the left side, sends Peyton Nijas. Hand off to the back, not a Nothing. Handing <laughs> off to the back and making the initial hit is Derek Leidenauer.
0: Yeah, that time they stunted right into the play. Uh, one of those, sometimes as a defensive coach, you get a lucky guess. Or if you catch a pattern,
1: and no gain on the play, second down and ten.
2: That is pronounced "ride now." Right, ride now. Okay, thank right? you. Right? That, <laughs> yes, <yeah>, that's correct. <laughs> we, 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 we'll, we'll know in a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: ride now. With a ride now. What did I
2: say? Ride now. You said it right. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure we get it. we're all on the same
1: page. There we go. Second down, ten. Summertown. Handoff to the back. Lights his way forward for maybe a yard or two, still wrangling, then hammered to the ground. Initial hit the time by Azarian Robinson.
0: They're still getting seams, but those seams are getting smaller and smaller and harder and harder to run through. What they're going to do, going to need to do now, or fairly soon, is going to be fake run up in there and see if they can't run some kind of a counter sweep or a play action pass off of this, because Mount Pleasant's starting to creep attack. Up. Yeah, starting to creep up on that and. Uh, stopping for short gains.
1: Ball spotted at the 40-yard line, looking at third down nine. Mount Pleasant leading 12 to nothing. Two touchdowns and two two two-point conversion attempts and no good.
2: It's like a timeout. And
1: that's the end of the first quarter. At the end of the first quarter, the score. It's Mount Pleasant 12, Summertown, nothing. We'll be back right after this. Are you a homeowner
12: looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists, at 1-800-882-8378 Equal Housing Lender
5: At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. It's the Front
0: Porch Sports Radio Game of the Week. Now, let's get back to the game.
1: Barry Duke along with Coach Mike and Drake Colley. We're in Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant Tigers at the end of the first quarter leading 12 to nothing. Summertown with the ball. Looking at third down nine from the Mount Pleasant 40-yard line. Stole, quarterback, back in the pocket of pass under pressure. It's hammered. Ball loose. The whistle is just now blowing, but they blow it dead.
0: Yeah, the ground caused the fumble there that time, so good call. Again, the stunt that they Mount Pleasant knew they were going to have to throw the ball, so they sent uh, an outside edge stunt, and the the uh, stunner came in unblocked, and had a free shot at the quarterback,
1: and Evan Plunkett, what they hit for the Tigers, and Summertown was looking at fourth down 17. On the Mount Pleasant 48 yard line.
0: Yeah, Summertown, to be successful throwing the ball, Summertown's gonna have to do it on some other play, some other time besides third and long, though.
1: And he got Mesa back deep. Kick, Summertown. Nice kick, Summertown. Now takes the Mount Pleasant roll and is touched at the 21 yard line by Mount Pleasant. Let's see if Mount Pleasant got on it. Mm.
0: Wow, that was dangerous. Yes, it was. Absolutely, it was dangerous. Ball
2: spinning,
1: going out of bounds. And I don't
0: know where the player wasn't listening. You have every team uses a code that says, you know, when the ball's on the ground, you know, to the receiver's team, if the receiver's not going to catch it, get away. You know, they use a certain word, a hot word or something like that. And uh, I don't know why that wasn't being used that time to warn that blocker.
2: Well, I'm sure that will probably be corrected at halftime. Great oh yes. Kick, great kick it, that no, it'll be
0: It'll be corrected right now on the sideline.
1: <laughs> great kick that time by Summertown has Mount Pleasant at their own twenty-one yard line. Quarterback keeper fights his way up to the twenty-five. Nick Brown.
0: Looked like just a quarterback off tackle play right there. They tried to make it look like an option. Either that or he's really making a fast, he's making a read from a long ways away.
1: Second down, six. Ball spotted at the Mount Pleasant 25-yard line. Nick Brown is your quarterback. And signals from the sideline. Jade McClure in the backfield with Brown. Send wide receivers, wide twin to the left side. Tight end to the left. Brown back in the pocket of the pass, rolling out under pressure. Brown giving ground. Brown is hit.
2: And for a loss on the play by Summertown. Good defense by Summertown. Looks like they had the Mount Pleasant receivers covered downfield. Brown didn't have anywhere to go. Flushed out of the pocket. Summertown ran him down. Yeah, tacked.
0: defensive end did a really good job of not letting Brown turn the corner and uh, and allowing pursuit to catch up.
1: Loss of uh, several yards on the play. Brings up third down and 11. For the Mount Pleasant Tigers leading 12 to nothing.
0: Position Mount Pleasant really didn't anticipate being in much in this game.
1: Nick Brown is your quarterback at wide receivers wide to the right side. Avery Johnson. Screen pass. Mesa. Mesa hit and loses yardage on the play. And making
2: the tackle is Miles Green. Green with a hit for Summertown. Nice open field tackle on Mesa. He's tough yeah. to bring down. He's quick, strong. Nice play by Green.
0: Yeah, Green was able to make the play while while he's, while he's Mesa's concentrating on catching the ball. Uh, blocking out in front wasn't too good that time. Uh, I just, just call it what it is. The receiver ahead of him didn't do a very good job.
1: Loss of a yard on the play. Mount Pleasant to punt. Flags go down before they get the snap before he kicks it. Nick Brown is the punter, and we see what the call is.
0: It's against Mount Pleasant. Some kind of illegal procedure. Procedure
1: call. Mount Pleasant looking at fourth down, twenty-two. Ball back at the fourteen, the fifteen-yard line. Brown standing near the end zone to punt for the Tigers. Brown a short hop, fumbles the ball in the end zone, gets the kickoff, nice kick. Takes a Summertown roll at the 40, rolls to the the 35, rolls to the 34-yard line. So he punted it out to about the 43, and it takes a roll, and it goes back to about the 34-yard line.
0: Yeah, Summertown was setting up a return. Had they had any kind of a rush right there, they could have had either a a safety or a touchdown, even if if they couldn't get to the ball, but... uh, only sent one man up to make sure he was going to punt it, and he had three blockers on him.
2: And the ball the ball bounced going back. Checked up yeah. and rolled
0: back <laughs> towards
2: Mount Pleasant's goal line. And Mount Pleasant, just about four or five players, just sitting there watching it roll away from them when they need to get on that ball.
0: Yeah, it's going the wrong way.
2: Summertown,
1: first and ten at the Mount Pleasant 34-yard line. Handoff, quarterback keeper and hammered on the play?
0: Yeah, now Mount Pleasant's made, made their adjustment. The coaches talked to them about, you know, going back to responsibility football versus that option. And uh, they had a man on the dive man, or the sweet man, excuse me, and then a man was able to take care of the quarterback as well.
2: This is about as deep as Summertown has been into Mount Pleasant territory the whole game, and they are sitting, what, Barry, on about the 36-yard line right here.
1: Loss of two brings up uh, second down 12, yes. Stoll is your quarterback. In the backfield with Stoll is Logan Love. Hand off to the back. Knocked down for a very short game. And you got to bring up third down and 11. Pickup of a yard on the play.
2: Mount Pleasant player down. Mount Pleasant
1: got him in down. Summertime oh. <laughs> player helps him up.
0: Big shares coming off the field as well, uh, injured. Uh, We'll call it a lower body injury.
2: (laughs) That's a a very good way to put it, Mike, a a lower body injury. Uh, We also have another Mount Pleasant player
0: that that did stay on the ground.
1: Being helped up now.
0: Number 60.
1: 60. That is Mount Pleasant's uh, Talem Russell. Taylor Russell, 5'11", 200-pound
0: junior. Yeah, he already has a brace on that left knee, and uh, that's what he's limping on right now. So he may have had it got it caught up in the pile right there. Limp off the bit. field.
1: Third down to 11.
2: And so let's make no mistake. I mean, uh, Mount Pleasant is much bigger uh, than Summertown. So, I mean, just for the eye test, you can tell yeah. Mount Pleasant's a bigger team. Uh, more physical team. So, Summertown has to use a little bit more finesse, Coach, to get to yeah. get the job done.
1: Stole. pass down the field. Got a man open. Overthrows it. Throws in the triple covers. But what a perfect throw. Could have been a catch. Broken up and overthrown by... Summertown.
0: Yeah, they're going to have they're going to have to go now. They, they've tried a couple of power plays or a couple of off tackle plays and stuff. Now they're going to have to either go to a play action pass or the counter 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 sweep type thing. Like you said, uh, they they've made the adjustment on the option, uh, and uh, so that's not as as effective as it was earlier in the first quarter.
1: Fourth down and eleven for Summertown. Ball spotted at the Mount Pleasant
2: thirty five yard line. I don't know, fellas, up by 12 right here with Mount Pleasant just up by 12. I might I might punt this ball away and, and get them pinned down deep in their own territory. Stoll
1: rolls out the right side. Got some running room trying to turn the corner. and He's not going to
0: outrun the defense there. Does though. it?
2: And he's tackled by Mount Pleasant. But you see what I mean, Coach? Yeah. I, I might have taken a penalty there, got my punter in the game, punted towards one of the corners, towards one of the pylons.
0: Uh, as and, and I think, Summertown's also approaching this game. We, you know, we are outmanned. We're outsized. We, you know, they're hey. We have nothing to lose, so let's play. Let's play fast and loose. Take the chances and see see if we can uh, make, catch some lightning in a bottle that time. I can understand that line of thinking too. That lightning that time, the lightning got them.
1: <laughs> Jake McClure yeah. with a tackle for the Tigers, and the Tigers take over first and ten at their own thirty-two yard line. Jaden McClure. Nick Brown is your quarterback. Sets his troops. As Sha'Carri McClure in the backfield. And off McClure fights his way to the 35. Up to the 40 yard line still pushing the pile for the first down. And it depends on the marking. They're going to mark him at about the 43. He's got it. And it's first down. Great run yeah. that time, but a great uh, push by the offensive line. And Jakari McClure.
0: Yeah, it took seven Summertown players to finally bring him down. I just,
2: I just have a feeling that they're going to cut Nick Brown loose here in the next play or two and let him go deep. Mesa is close, nearest to us
1: receiver left and right play action pass across the middle broken up by Summertown and breaking up the pass that time for Summertown was Max oh.
0: Johns yeah make no mistake though Summertown is not making the same mistake that Waverly did in covering they've got two guys on Mesa everywhere he goes <laughs> they're not about to let him uh, get away free one or easy up and one deep yeah One's playing on on his, like you said, playing up on his head and banging him as he goes off, and the other one's kind of getting behind him, looking six, for him to escape.
1: 6.58 left in the first half. Mount Pleasant on the move. Football at the 42-yard line. Second and 10. Nick Brown gets a snap. Hands off McClure. McClure fights his way to the 45, to the 50, to the 45, to the 40. Ooh-hoo. And knocked out of bounds at about the... Thirty-two yard line, big run that time by Ja'Curry.
0: Had a couple McClure. of had a couple of stiff arms there that would have made Henry proud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he,
2: he definitely delivered the blow uh, to the defender rather than than receiving it, and that's how you teach running backs to run.
0: Illegal yeah. procedure, That's a flag
1: on the play. They're going to bring it back.
0: Evidently, they may it may have hit somebody lined up. Different you know, maybe didn't have enough guys on the line or something like that, it, uh, that that's it. unfortunate because that was a good run, and that's something that Mount Pleasant Mount Pleasant needs to have something big happen because right now they're letting Summertown hang around, and yeah. as I mentioned okay. earlier in the game, the longer a team like this hangs around, the more dangerous they become because they, you know, then it's down to one mistake.
2: This is this is when you expect your senior. Uh quarterback, all-star to take control of the ball game, make a couple of big plays, and get your team a score when they really give gun kind of stagnant offensively.
1: Second down, 16. 649 left in the first half. Mount Pleasant with the ball. Pitch to the back. Mesa. Mesa breaks the tackle oh, nice. at the 40, the 45, the 50, Keep the going. 40, the 30, the 20. run down from behind by Summertown. And Mesa was off to the races. And Summertown's Ethan Couch runs him down inside the 20-yard line. Summertown with a player down. Nice pitch and run that time by Mount Pleasant as Mesa was off to the races. But you got to give Ethan Couch some credit. He caught Mesa.
0: Did a good job getting his angle, and he showed a burst of speed right there to to catch up to him. Because Mesa, even with the angle, Mesa had a step on him, and he was able to catch him. There was a Jet sweep that time. Uh this time the runner comes in front of the quarterback and they kind of do this little uh you know, it's kind of a mini pass. It's a kind of a, a pitch forward, pass.
2: It's kind of a forward it
0: pitch. counts officially as a forward pass. Right. So
2: just in case they drop it, it's
0: incorrect. Right, right. But but that also counts as a pass on the stats. <laughs> but and, he got the corner, he had a couple of good blocks out here on the edge, got a corner, made a really nifty stop move. He was going really yeah, straight. Sc- looked- and the guy comes at him and gets gets an angle on him. He just plants his foot in the ground, kind of jumps up a little bit, and the guy goes up under him. And, uh, and then he was able to get back on and, and gain about another 30 yards.
2: Yeah, it looked like Mesa got the pitch and cut up the numbers right there and then kind of like you said, just kind of a stop and off to the sidelines and straight down the sidelines and then was run down by the Summertown, Summertown defender.
0: Yeah. So
1: Summertown with a player down, he gets up. A little shaken up on the play. They're going to help him off the field. Six minutes and 37 seconds left in the first half. Mount Pleasant nursing a 12 nothing lead right now. But like y'all said, Summertown's still in the ballgame. Mount Pleasant uh, just can't shake Summertown to get a bigger lead at this point.
0: That maybe that play right there will be what 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 they need to kind of shake off the cobwebs in a sense.
2: And Coach Mike is kind of what you and I talked about on the sports show this afternoon with the NFL game last night, even though these aren't NFL teams, there was just about a 13-point difference most, difference most of the second half, and Minnesota was still in that ball game.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, you know, they score a touchdown. They're, they're Philadelphia, less, that's they're right. They're less than a touchdown to take the lead.
0: Yeah, they dominated and still couldn't score points. And that's
2: kind of Summertown just down by 12. Mount Pleasant hand off to the back McClure and the
1: breaks one tackle and trying to break another tackle for a very short gain. If anything, Summertown playing tough up front, they're going to give it two yards on the play.
0: They're doing a really good job of slanting and stunning up front. And right now that seems to have the Mount Pleasant line just a little bit hesitant and, and they're able to hit McClure before he really gets going across the line of scrimmage. Um, Again, some adjustments will be made about that, and we'll see if they can keep up.
1: Pickup of two on the play brings up second down eight. Nick Brown is your quarterback. In the shotgun. They say McClure in motion to the right side. Brown runs to the left side, trying to turn the corner. Brown into the dust pile, into the end zone for the touchdown. Touchdown on the quarterback one to the left side. Nick Brown... And Brown rambles for the touchdown.
0: Really a smart play call right there. They set up the play, a slot to the right. They ran their little bubble motion to the right, which they'd been throwing the bubble screen to that all night long. And, and Summertown just slanted really hard to that. And Brown just tucked it and ran to the left, you know, caught him on the edge, got on the outside edge of them.
1: Wheatley with the point afters. Snap is down, kick is up, and it is good. And the score, it's Mount Pleasant, 19, Summertown, nothing. We'll be back right after this timeout.
8: Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233.
29: 388-4233. As a former small business owner here in Columbia, I know how important it is to stay connected to clients and the community. That's why at Caledonian Financial, we make Every effort possible to give back to this community that has given so much to us. We do this by supporting our local schools, nonprofit organizations, and community outreach programs, to name a few. We are so proud of our town. This is Blair Park Sickman with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and Investment Advisory
13: Services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC.
1: Back in Mount Pleasant, I'm Barry Duke, along with Coach Mike and Drake Colley. Mount Pleasant up 19-0 over Summertown. Wheatley with a kick to Summertown. The upback gets it at the 31-yard line for Summertown. Ethan Couch, and that's where Summertown will have the ball, first and 10 at their own 31-yard line.
0: That was the first time that Mount Pleasant kind of broke their pattern. They had Johnson up to the left, and they kicked it to the right this time. So. Yeah. And so th- maybe what I noticed wasn't really a pattern, but you know, <laughs> you kind of look at it. You kind of look, you kind of look for those things when you're.
2: Hey, and that's just what the doctor ordered for Mount Pleasant. Nick Brown to get a get a drive down the field. Nick Brown takes control around the goal line, takes control, gets his number called, gets it, gets the ball in the end zone.
0: They're up nineteen nothing. Catch catches Summertown in a stunt yeah. that that takes them out of their there containment.
1: He. Stole the quarterback, Jaden Stole, handoff to the back breaks it. Makes a cut, breaks a tackle, still fighting, and uh, fights his way across the
2: thirty-three yard line. Good hard run by the good hard run yeah, by the Summertown back right there.
0: Yeah, they're as sl- small as they are, they're really really quick and, and accelerate quick. They they make themselves hard to hit. That, that's one of the things. They don't they don't take a solid hit unless they just you know, unless they're just completely cornered. Keep
2: their legs moving and keep working. Uh, in a positive direction. I think that was Caden McCroy
1: with the carry for Summertown. Picks up four yards and gets across the 35 to the 40 to the 45-yard line. Nice run that time Summertown on the quarterback keeper.
0: Yeah, again, taking advantage. They fake the power to the left. Quarterback kept it, went back to the right on a trap play. Taking advantage of Mount Pleasant's really, really fast pursuit to the ball that time. We're going to, that, that, those counter plays kind of make them check up short and make sure they're not getting reversed.
1: Jayden stole with the carry for the first down for Summertown. Ball spotted at the Summertown 45, first and 10. Eagles, quarterback play action, hits the tight end, fights his way across the 45 to midfield and to the Mount Pleasant 44-yard line. And a little quick action play that time by Summertown.
0: Yeah, that was that RPO they tried to run earlier where the, where the receiver wasn't looking. And this time he was looking. Got right in the same bubble that was there the first time.
2: Nice little, nice little catch and run by number two, Ty Bryant for Summertown.
1: Brings up another first and ten, Summertown. Clock down to 4-10 in the first half. Hand off to the back, work running around the right side. Knocked down the flooring. For a short game. McCroy.
0: This is what Summertown would really like to do about three or four times if they can keep Mount Pleasant from scoring is just take, you know, get about four to five yards of play, eat up clock, score, get the ball back, and then and do it again and shorten this game so Brown doesn't have the chance to have those big plays that he had in the last series. And he spot Nick,
2: the, Nick Brown, the M&M, on the sideline. Mesa and McClure.
1: Spot the ball at the 41, brings up second down seven for Summertown, trailing 19-0. Quarterback is stole, stole, passed to the receiver to the left side, gets to the 40, down to the 38-yard line, and making the catch, Ethan
2: Ethan Counts. With Avery Johnson in on the tackle.
0: Yeah, Avery just kind of – Avery had the perfect angle, Was started what we call chopping his feet right, right at the point of attack. And uh, the Summertown's receiver tried to juke him, and, and Avery just nailed him. <laughs> and he got up and kind of looked at him like, no, nah, don't try that again. <laughs>
1: yeah. <a> big, <laughs> big third down four for Summertown. Clock running, 250 left in the first half. Summertown trailing 19-0. Hand up to the back. Fights his way close to the first down. Pins on the marking. And Summertown is picking up some critical yards. It's going to be just short. Azarion Robinson with the tackle. Ball spotted at the 35. Going to bring up fourth and one. Summertown going for it. Fourth and one for Summertown. And the Eagles are going for it. Trading 19-0
0: third time that they've tried they've been successful once and not successful the other time let's see what happens this time
1: Jaden Stoll is the quarterback for the eagles play action pass is overthrown and the tigers take over first and 10 at the 32 yard line
0: really good defensive play they tried a little uh play action pass out in the flat and the outside linebacker was coming on a blitz he saw the pass got himself elevated, got up and got in the passing lane and the quarterback had to change his angle of the throw and it, uh, it made it forced an, an incompletion. Yeah, it Tigers
1: goes, take goes, over first and 10 at their own 35 yard line, Tigers football. Quarterback is Nick Brown in the shotgun, sends Mesa in motion hand off McClure. McClure breaks the tackle, breaks another tackle, fights his way for the first down as he gets across the 45
2: to about the 47 yard line. Carrie McClure. Now, coach, I don't know, but on that fourth down play, rather than passing the ball, you've had most of your your best plays have been running the ball with that with that quarterback run option. I might have I might have done tried that play one more time with it just being fourth and yeah, two.
0: Yeah.
1: Play action, Pitts goes to Mesa. Hit the Slow, it touches the ground, incomplete.
0: Probably a good thing. They were out, they only had one block right here and three defenders. So,
1: got to bring up second down and 10.
0: Mason's getting a lot of Summertown's attention.
1: A whole lot. <laughs> That's
0: well he should. Uh, yeah.
1: He's drawing
2: three players that time to the right side. Summertown could have very well had a scout here for the Waverly game. <laughs> you know what I mean? When, well, and all when I Mason do was you know, lighting you know, them up. Of course,
0: a lot of teams will trade films and, and stuff. So, yeah, okay. you know, they watch the. You know,
2: Second down, 10. All you have to do is read the stats, too. (laughs)
1: Who to cover. Handoff. McClure fights his way through the line of scrimmage to the 45, to the 40. Knocked down at about the 38-yard line of Summertown. First and 10, Tigers. Great run that time by
2: Jakuri McClure. And he gets up holding his right side. I think he
0: landed on the football. (laughs) And that... That's a little more painful than it sounds. Yeah. <laughs>
1: McClure goes out. Jaden McClure comes in. McClure in the backfield. Jaden McClure in the backfield. First and ten Tigers. Ball at the thirty-eight. Nick Brown with a pass. Short pass. Gets it off to Mount Pleasant's Plunkett.
2: Short gain. Maybe no gain on the play.
0: Yeah, it was incomplete.
2: Yeah. Falling on the football, not only can it knock the wind out of you, but it can do a little rib damage on top of that, depending on what angle you fall on the ball.
1: Incomplete pass, second down 10, ball at the.
2: We're
0: seeing one of those summertime. weather phenomenons coming in. We got a small cloud that's literally coming in about 10 feet off the ground.
2: Are you sure that's not fireworks? <laughs> I'm trying to think to see if that's firework
0: smoke or Maybe not. smoke. I don't know. Uh, I didn't hear him. Maybe not, somebody I,
1: snapped. Brown passed down the field. Got a man open. Got pushed in the back. Did he throw a flag? No. So, I guess they even now. Mount Pleasant had a player open going for the catch. Got a push in the back, a nudge. And the official decides that's not pass interference. So, I guess they're even. I think on it count. was
0: just a little bit overthrown, and the official guess decided it was uncatchable. Uh
1: Third down, 10. One minute left in the first half. Mount Pleasant Tigers leading Summertown. Mount Pleasant 19, Summertown nothing. Mount Pleasant wide receiver to the right side. Kayton Davis. Brown back in the pocket of pass. Rolls out. Pass is complete to Mesa. Nice play right there. Close to the first down. I think it's going to be, gonna be short. short.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a little bit short.
1: Nice passing catch, throw and catch that time by Brown and Mesa. Ball spotted on the 30. Going to bring up fourth and two. With 56 seconds left in the first half of play.
0: Run, run that, run that play again. Probably anticipate some kind of uh, option look or counter, quarterback counter.
1: Davis, wide receiver to the left side, tight end to the right. McClure back in.
0: They have the left side open, wide open.
1: And running back ball dribbles across the. On the court, quarterback throws it incomplete. Incomplete.
0: Wide as open.
1: the uh, center dribbled the ball to Brown. Brown
2: picks it up and.
0: Yeah, he never never had a chance to look downfield. He was trying to protect, you know, protect the situation. Yeah. Mesa
2: was staying over there wide open. And Brown not been kind of falling down and had a defender right in his face, obviously. But I mean, Mesa. There wasn't anybody near him about the 25-yard line.
1: As they dribbled the snap to him, so he had to, as soon as he got it, he got rid of it and missed his target. Summertown takes over with 50 seconds left in the first half at their own 30-yard line. As the fourth down and two no-good Tigers, they turned it over to Summertown. Stole the quarterback, handoff to the back. Breaks across the line of scrimmage to the 35, fights his way up to the near the 40 yard line. And carrying the football for we'll Summertown is Kate McCroy. Lane, Kate McCroy. 30 seconds left, quarter. The uh, clock is running.
0: Of course, they don't have time to do, you know, but the, the, the big thing Summertown is, is struggling with right now is consistency on offense. Uh, they'll have two or three three good plays, and then they'll have a couple of bad plays that put them behind the chains, and then they're forced into doing things that they're not very good at.
1: Summertown, twin receivers to the left side, single to the right side. Stole back in the pocket to pass. Whistles blow. Stops the clock at seven seconds the left. And delay of game.
0: Yeah, the receiver out here wasn't quite set. He was he was talking to the referee, actually, trying to get himself set. Right, and then quarterback snapped it while he was adjusting, and... he
2: signal offsides.
0: Am I, Mount Pleasant? Did we, did we mess that up again? Huh. Oh no! Okay, no. They, yeah. The the, the white hat the side is, judge. The side judge down here is pointing. Okay, towards now, Summertown.
2: Now he gives an illegal procedure call.
1: An illegal procedure against Summertown.
0: Yeah, quarterback just got in a little bit of a hurry there. Didn't allow his receiver to finish his adjustment with the referee. Of course, they had the clock running too. So.
1: Second down, six. Summertown. Clock running now. They're gonna let the clock run out, and it does.
2: Go! Don't
0: stop the play. Oh, uh, they—they they, said the, they, clock they the clock ran clock out before ran out. the play. It's they, halftime. They
1: play. Halftime score. The Mount Pleasant Tigers. We don't keep it right here. They're still discussing something, but it half should be over. No time on the clock. Mount Pleasant leading 19 to nothing. They might give them another play. Illegal procedure. Mount Pleasant decline, and that should be okay, end of
0: That'll a, end the half. Yes,
1: halftime. It's halftime. Halftime score: the Mount Pleasant Tigers 19, Summertown nothing. We'll take a halftime break, and we'll be back right after this timeout.
15: Fast Stop Markets. With three locations in Columbia and a fourth Columbia location coming in 2024, Fast Stop Markets is the place to stop when you need to fuel up and find the best convenient store food and snacks. Our stores are clean, our team members are friendly, and we've got the absolute best loyalty program with Fast Stop Perks. It's free and you can earn up to $1 off per gallon. Check out all of our 14 locations in Tennessee and learn more about Fast Stop Markets at FastStopMarkets.com.
14: You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed. And a playoffs weekend becomes a lifetime of memories. It's a tradition like no other. At a track like no other. And after it's all over, you still won't believe it ever happened. NASCAR playoffs weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com.
23: you <laughs>
26: Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought, so here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, 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 I mean in a good way.
3: At Take Five, your oil changes faster than
25: you think. Take Five, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change.
0: This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
1: And welcome back to Mount Pleasant. As the Mount Pleasant Tigers taking on the Summertown Eagles, it's halftime, Mount Pleasant 19, Summertown nothing. Uh, It's been, even though Mount Pleasant was up 19-0, it's been a pretty competitive uh, first half if you don't look at the
2: scoreboard. I think we were all pleasantly (laughs)
6: surprised,
2: pardon the pun, but pleasantly surprised just to see Summertown coming in at 0-4 and and going up against a team like Mount Pleasant. That's 4-0. But we were pleasantly surprised to see Summertown Kind of put up a pretty good fight here in the
0: first half. Yeah, they showed some surprising flashes of some really uh, strong plays and good talent. Uh, quick, very quick receivers and running backs that uh, are, are hard to tackle and and. Uh, and Proving to give Mount Pleasant a little bit of a little bit of a challenge. Though I would say that about the last four or five minutes of the half, Mount Pleasant started flexing its muscles a little bit and just started pushing them down, pushing them out. And, and again, this is what we were kind of talking about is if they can you know, Mount Pleasant just had to take control of the line of scrimmage and just keep the push keep the pressure on, keep the pressure on. Don't think Summertown has the has the depth or the strength to, you know, yeah, the size it, and the strength to keep up with them on a pounding like this. As we um, mentioned
2: in the first half, uh, Mike and Barry, I think you can uh, just for our listeners sake, we can sit up here in the press box and just see a physical size difference between Summertown and Mount Pleasant. Not necessarily a speed difference, but no. we can see a size difference and therefore, you know, football, and think- is, football is kind of Kind of based a little bit. I mean, when you're really, really outsized, you're you're really at a disadvantage. And I, and I
0: think a lot of that's because Summertown is such a young team; they haven't had the chance yet to physically mature, okay. physically get bigger, where and, and get in the weight room. Those you know, they've only had one, two years maybe in the weight room. Where Mount Pleasant's had three or four, and they've they got some older guys and more developed and and, and stuff like that. Uh, and again, I think you're going to see. Uh, Summertown's on is is at the bo- you know kind of at the bottom of their little ebb as I talked about some small schools go through and they're going to start climbing they're going to start getting and cresting away a little bit and I think you're going to see them being a lot more competitive, uh it, you know maybe towards the last half of this year, next year and the in the year after that they're going they're going to be a tough team to to, to deal with so now um Barry, you
2: know. I, I think you'd agree with me that. Uh, McClure has been the bell cow for, for Mount Pleasant, and uh, he's broken off pretty good runs from what we've seen of 5, 6, 12, 15 yards as uh, Summertown kind of struggles to bring down that, that more physical, heavier, bigger back.
1: Yeah, uh, Ja'Kari McClure has done an outstanding job running the football tonight. Uh, playing a really uh, physical role at running back and running well but what Summertown has done at least in the first half is pretty much contain Darian Mesa because Mesa is a threat Nick Brown to Mesa is a threat every time, every, he, li- every time.
2: Every time he lines up exactly
1: yeah. so they've like double team and triple team and, and, and make sure he was covered yeah, uh, throughout anytime
0: Brown even just looks his way yeah, three guys are headed headed towards him so uh, in fact Mount Pleasant took uh, you know had to have uh, Brown got his touchdown while, you know, earlier was it? Uh, they, they set up a bubble screen towards Mesa's direction and sent even sent McClure that, do, that direction with him. And so they, Summertown saw that and slanted that way. Their whole defense ran that way. And Brown just very simply kind of gave a quick look towards them and then turned around and ran the other direction. Sure. And Summertown had, had taken the bait and he had the left side wide open. Do that,
1: and I never thought I'd see somebody run down Mesa. On, on a, <laughs> but, but like I said, uh, like Drake said, he had the angle on him. But, but uh, I was surprised because he was off to the races, he was yeah, off a six. Off the summer, and uh, Summertown's player came up and uh, stopped him. I
0: kind of think track. it kind of surprised Mesa, too. I and don't think he's used to being caught from behind like that, and Ethan like we've
2: uh, yeah. like we talked about that uh, you know, Mesa is being double team, triple team wherever he's gone on the field. So, I think. Summertown's coaching staff came into this game and said, We might get our brakes, might get the brakes beat off of us, but it's not going to be by number 21.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so someone else is going to have to be. We'll take our
2: lumps, but we're not going to take it for number 21. Right. Yeah, someone else is going to have to be. And
0: and I think they're reacting very quickly to McClure as well. Exactly. uh, In the same way, they're keying on those guys real quick. And, and and taking a chance, and I think that's one thing, one reason why Brown's stuff has, has opened up. Brown's running game has opened up a little bit. So,
1: even though Mount Pleasant is leading nineteen to nothing over Summertown at halftime, my biggest surprise is generally, in general, that uh, Summertown is not getting dominated on the offensive and defensive line. I thought Mount Pleasant would uh, dominate them offensive on the offensive line and defensive line. And uh, they're not really dominating, but they're not—they're uh, not really controlling 100% the offensive defensive line. Mount Pleasant's not in summertime is doing a good job uh, with a decent uh, uh, effort on offensively sure. and defensive. Yeah. On the defensive, even offensive though they line.
0: are outsized, probably by 50 to 50 to 75 pounds well, each, uh, they're they're slanting, they're they're stunning, they're they're doing things that are uh, letting them use their quickness as opposed to having to fight. Mount Pleasant's strength. And I I think you have to
2: give kudos to the coaching staff for getting their players to execute the game plan. And that is, that is the no, hardly any penalties have been called on the offensive line defensive line. And your offense is for, even though you're outsized, you're still executing your blocks. Executing your running game, and, and that's really where Summertown has made their hay is in the running
0: game. And they uh, they've been able to keep McClure from really getting a fast start. Now, when he does get the edge and stuff like that, they're having a hard time with him. But so far, they've been able to uh, to Continue. head it out. Now, here's the deal: Summertown started, quote unquote, started with the ball and fumbled the kick or didn't get the kickoff. So Mount Pleasant had that opening. So now Mount Pleasant gets the ball back in the second half. They start with the ball and they really can do you know can do a lot of damage here in the third quarter. if with that opening drive, if they just back off their ears and just pound on them and, and drive and, and score a touchdown, they can really put this game out of reach quickly. and and start making Summertown do things that probably Summertown's not too good at doing, number one, is is going to be throwing the ball.
1: And one thing we mentioned, too, the offensive and defensive line for Summertown, especially defensively, they're doing a good job of uh, not taking total control of the offensive line, uh, a defensive line, but they're shooting the gaps. They're filling the gaps, and that's that's really helped Summertown quite a bit. That's right.
0: That's right. Yeah.
29: It's halftime
1: and we're in Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant Tigers up 19 to nothing over Summertown. We'll take another break and we'll be back with more right after this timeout.
29: As a former small business owner here in Columbia, I know how important it is to stay connected to clients and the community. That's why at Caledonian Financial, we make every effort possible to give back to this community that has given so much to us. We do this by supporting our local schools, nonprofit organizations, and community outreach programs to name a few. We are so proud of our town. This is Blair Park Sickman with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia.
13: Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Murray Regional Health has announced some big plans for the future. On June 30th, the health system announced its first major construction project at Murray Regional Medical Center in approximately 20 years. The $115 million facility improvement plan will enhance our patient experience and expand access to care for our patients. It's an exciting time at Murray Regional Health, and we hope you'll stand with us as we embark on this renovation and expansion plan. Learn more by visiting murrayregional.com slash bigplans.
15: Fast Stop Markets. With three locations in Columbia and a fourth Columbia location coming in 2024, Fast Stop Markets is the place to stop when you need to fuel up and find the best convenient store food and snacks. Our stores are clean, our team members are friendly, and we've got the absolute best loyalty program with Fast Stop Perks. It's free and you can earn up to $1 off per gallon. Check out all of our 14 locations in Tennessee and learn more about Fast Stop Markets at FastStopMarkets.com.
14: You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed. And a playoffs weekend becomes a lifetime of memories. It's a tradition like no other. At a track like no other. And after it's all over, you still won't believe it ever happened. NASCAR playoffs weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com.
1: Welcome back to Tigerland, Mount Pleasant, as the Mount Pleasant Tigers leading Summertown on the score of 19 to nothing at halftime. Halftime, halftime score, it's uh, Mount Pleasant 19, Summertown nothing, but it's been a rather entertaining first half by both teams.
2: Well, I don't, I don't, I mean, a 4-0 team like Mount Pleasant against an 0-4 team like Summertown, you just, a fan and, and us as commentators would just expect a dominated Summertown team by Mount Pleasant but that's not quite the way the first half ran I don't I don't think I mean there's yeah. a, it, it's 19 to nothing and if they're, and they're not on just, pace
0: they're on pace to to cover whatever well, the points you know right. whatever the power rankings say but like you said the the, the, the vibe is just not there of a dominance now is Mount Pleasant in control of this game? Yes, they, they, they kind of still are, but they're not just overwhelmingly dominant. I think right now you know, what, what Summertown needs to do is do something, get a splash play, get a turnover, get a three and out here on this first series, and, and somehow get a splash play, get, a, get on the board quickly and get themselves back in it, get the momentum back on their side.
1: And on the other hand, uh, Mount Pleasant will receive the football to start the second half and if they can go down, uh, have a sustained drive, almost and, and methodically,
0: score. right? Almost they they just need to almost methodically go down instead of get a big score quick. Is methodically go down the field and just beat the will out of Summertown. and that because they can? That is one of those things. I'm going to beat you because I can beat you, and they need to show that to them. Uh, and and really, just, and then they can say they dominated this game.
1: Exactly. Of course, uh, Mount Pleasant's Nick Brown is warming up and uh, trying to get on page with his best receiver. His favorite receiver is uh, Darian Mesa, and uh, trying to get something going that way. Uh, Ja'Kari McClure ran the ball well for the first half for the Mount Pleasant Tigers. McClure ran it well, and the offensive line did a pretty good job blocking and, and opening up holes for McClure. In the first half of play,
0: yeah, Drake, you mentioned noticing, you know, just like you said, looking at the eye test from the press box and, and noticing the size difference. I I did a quick scan of the of the roster for Summertown, and out of about fifty players, I think they got about between forty and fifty players. They only have six seniors and nine juniors, okay. on the whole team. That's not very many. That's not many on a <laughs> I mean, team that not, size. So that's that that's that just kind not of explains
2: upperclassmen. Yeah, it kind of explains the
0: size difference. and, and so, But that also sets them up for the, you know, they're playing a lot of young guys right now that are making young player mistakes or they're getting pushed around a little bit because of size. What they're doing is getting some really valuable game experience. So when they do get bigger, when they do get stronger, they do get faster, then they're ready to step up and become competitive in the next couple of years, which I think you'll see Summertown step up a lot more then they, you know, they're kind of taking their lumps this year, and they, I think their staff knows it as young as they are, and they, I think they're being real patient with them and saying, okay, you know, you, you kind of hate that for your senior class, but at the same time, they're just going to have to understand it and uh-huh. and, and get ready that way. And, and, and I think that's what you're seeing out of them. But, again, I, I think you're seeing some pluckiness is not quite the term, but at the same time I think it fits. Yeah. You know, uh they're they're just not they're not going down easy. <laughs> no, they're they there's no they not.
2: There's one thing about Summertown High School, Summertown community, uh they take a lot of pride and they uh, in their high school and their sports, athletics, top to bottom, girls, boys, whatever it is. And uh with that pride comes a lot of fight and a lot of intestinal fortitude and they're uh you know, they might get beat, but they're gonna give
0: it everything. Not because, yeah, going it's to not because we gave up. That's right. <laughs> they're gonna give it everything
2: they've got until the horn blows, yeah. I promise. And we'll be picking the player of the game.
1: At the end of the game, we'll be picking the player of the game. Sponsored by the
0: uh caring caring hearts.
1: Caring Har- carrying hearts heart care. Health care,
0: care. yeah.
2: Caring hearts, home health care.
1: So we'll be picking the player of the game,
2: and you know that's, that's up in the air right now. I don't really know who I would who I would pull the trigger on. So we're gonna have to figure that out in the second half. I think that'll be in decided next, in the next twenty four minutes.
0: Yeah, Summertown's bunched up here on the kickoff, and Mount Pleasant's bunched up with and anticipating something funny.
1: Getting ready to start the second half. Mount Pleasant leading nineteen to nothing, kicking for Summertown is. Brett, uh, Bradley Berry high end over in kick tries Mesa back to the 20 the 25, the 30, the 35 up to the 40 and knocked down just past the 40 yard line Darian Mesa
0: well they, they're they tickling with a disaster right there kicking to him Bradley I I've yeah. squibbed it somewhere else
6: <laughs> that's Bradley
1: Hoffman with the kick off for the Summertown And Mount Pleasant will have the football to start the second half. They're going to spot him at about the 42-yard line of Mount Pleasant, first and 10. Mount Pleasant sends wide receiver to the right side, Caden Davis, tight end to the left. Browns your quarterback, handoff McClure. McClure races across the 45, to the 50, the 40, the 30, the 20. Still running the 10, the 5, into the end zone, Touchdown. No litter on the field. Touchdown. Jakari McClure. First play
0: statement made of the second <laughs> half.
1: And Jakari takes it to the house. Uh, a, well, maybe not. Uh, I don't see a sideline warning. We'll okay, right sideline warning. Okay.
0: Okay, okay touchdown no Tigers.
1: Let's see if they go for two or kicks the point. Sideline warning. But the touchdown is good at Mount Pleasantville.
0: Yeah, that they go time. For two. No, they, they got to
1: kick the extra point.
0: Yeah, they just that time they basically a simple off tackle play, and the left side just caved Summertown down completely.
1: Hayden hold holding, doing the kicking. He is. Mount
2: Pleasant's Allen Wheatley. Doesn't get much simpler than that, Coach. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I mean
0: yeah, so much just for the methodical hand, drive. Just, <laughs> just hand the, the wheel. ball <laughs> off to number twenty and watch him go. Yeah, just Makes take off.
2: That's, that's pretty basic football right there.
1: Snap is down, kick is
2: up. Is it good? I yes, so. it's good.
1: Oh, no! good. No, he just, pulled
2: it to the left. They say no just good. Just went off to the left.
1: Okay, watching, looking at that through a double plane of glass, and no good.
2: The score: Mount
1: Pleasant twenty-five, Summertown nothing. We'll be back right after this.
10: You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Game of the Week.
0: And now, back to Barry Duke.
1: 11 minutes and 43 seconds left in the third quarter.
0: That was, uh, you know, in in fight parlance, I think that was the left uppercut to the jaw that just staggered them. We'll see if they can recover. We'll see if Summertown can recover there.
1: Mount Pleasant kicks off. The up back gets it, fumbles the football. The whistle's blow though.
0: We're going to see how they how they call that one because
2: he fumbled he, it.
0: He called a fair catch, and the referee was going to.
2: There's a beanbag, which means fumble, doesn't it? When they drop the beanbag. It seems like the whistle
0: blew. It did, it yeah. did. That's what they're talking about now is that the referee blew the whistle. He thought he was going to make the catch. He anticipated the play, blew the whistle early, so it's an inadvertent whistle. Yeah. Oh, man, that's... Inadvertent whistle. Which kills the play, kills right. the fumble wow. in high school. So there, the there's, early... there's, no, there's no continuation in high school because they don't have a replay booth. Wow. So the inadvertent... Now, got okay. What? Okay, no. I no, think they're what they're going to do is, is no. It. Yeah, I think what they since it is a turnover situation. I, and I think this is a good move on the referee's part. I but blew they, it. I messed up. Rather than
1: they kick, they took the yeah, up they're, back.
0: They're just going to turn around and kick it. You know, play either, over. <laughs>
2: Ethan Couch, and counts fumbled the ball. But, but. now had had. Had he not blown the whistle, that would have been Mount Pleasant's yes, ball, right? But even if you fair catch, you you still, you still need have to mate. control it. Yes, if you touch the ball, you have to you have catch to control it.
0: You have you do okay. have to control it. So yes, that would have been. But with the inadvertent whistle, and, and believe me, right now there's nobody that feels worse than, than the that, referee that than did that. that, that, that. Official. Yeah.
2: I've had a couple of early whistles in my basketball career, and they're not very much fun to explain. Bradley
1: with a kick, the whistle blows again, flag
2: down.
0: This time they were offsides. Mount Pleasant was offsides. Oh, wow. Damn. You don't
1: see that often.
2: That's our back judge that had the pass interference call on
0: Mount Pleasant as the receiver got,
6: <laughs> as the receiver got drugged <laughs> to the
2: ground.
0: Got no, actually it was called in Summertown when Mount Pleasant drugged him down. Yeah, that, that was.
1: So they, well, at the 40, they're going to kick it over to see where they put the ball back to the 35. Illegal procedure. They spotted at the 35-yard line. Now, Drake, yeah. I know you... Uh, Referee basketball. Did you do football also? Just no, but I've, oh, okay. watched,
2: but I've watched a lot.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs>
2: that doesn't make me a football official, but no but I've but I I watched maybe, a, a yeah. bunch of it. And, right. uh, Weatherly with a
1: short end over end kick. Taken by the up back. No, he lets yeah. it go. Now he gets on it. And he finally recovers it. At about the 26-yard line. You can,
0: tell, you can tell the receiving core for Summertown is a young bunch because, again, you, they violated the principle, the very primary thing, never let the ball hit the ground because you don't know where it's going to go. Uh, but that was catch a, the ball in the air.
2: That was a senior that, that covered it that time. That, I, it just doesn't look like they're very, com- they're very confident when it comes to uh, receiving that kickoff and getting on the ball and covering it up. You know what I mean? It's it's just they're just having a difficult time possessing the football on the kickoff. First and ten,
1: Summertown at their own 24-yard line. And up to the back, trying to get to the outside corner, breaks the tackle, gets to the 25, fights his way up to the 30. At to the 34 yard line, close to our first down.
0: Good looking play right there. Yeah, carrying the football that
1: time was Todd Bryant. Enough for the first down. They spot the ball at the 34-yard line. First and 10, Summertown. At their own 34-yard line. Hand off to the back, breaks the tackle, gets to the 35, up to the 39-yard line. And carrying the ball that time for...
2: Now number six is Caton McCoy
0: just uh, got a McCroy, yes just got some information here uh, did not don't know how what time in the game here but they said uh, central 10 Lawrence County zero from our source over there in Lawrence County with and, central right now and
2: Loretta was up 17 to seven at halftime over Lewis County quarterback
1: keeper hit breaks a tackle breaks oh. another tackle then hammered at the 42.
2: Looks like he got kind of bent
0: backwards yeah. right on that tackle. That's that it. Good thing okay. Skyler, yeah, he got up. Yeah, he that, that, popped that, up. That, Skyler, oh, that looked ugly.
1: Skyler Witherspoon and Plunkett with a tackle for the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Evan Plunkett and Tyler, Skyler Witherspoon.
2: See, that's the difference between a 16, 17-year-old playing and us playing, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> they, we, they, they would be bringing the stretcher out there if we got it like that right now. They're losing. Barney Parts,
1: third down two for Summertown, fall at the 42. Hand up to the back. Gets the first down, and quarterback keeper. No, that's the back. And he breaks it across for the first down, second and third effort, that time by Summertown's Caden McCroy. McCroy wears number six, and the quarterback for Summertown, Jaden Stoll, wears number eight. Okay. It looks identical.
6: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. It looks identical. And I think Mason Bryant's running around there with nine, and they're really (laughs) kind of hard to tell from this distance. But right there, it looked like McCroy was coming, running the ball across the forty-five. And he kind of turned his head back a little bit. Did you notice that it might have been a yeah. might have been some type of headgear or a face face? I think, I think
0: they got jersey okay. his jersey and jerked his chin around. But.
2: First and ten. Give it to McFroy again,
1: fighting. And picks up uh, four or five yards on the play. Mount
0: four Pleasant's getting the one initial person that's that's getting through on the penetration, but he's not able to make the tackle. Right now, Mount Pleasant just isn't tackling very well.
2: No, their hands are their body language isn't good, their hands are on their hip. They just came out of resting at halftime. They should be a little rested and ready to go, in my opinion. but yeah, uh, but they, you know, they their body language just doesn't look right, does it, Coach? Pick up a four. Yeah, on the for,
0: for a team that's got you know got a 20, 26 point lead or twenty seven or twenty five point lead.
1: Quarterback keeper fights his way for a couple. Looking at second down, six oh, down oh, oh, on, oh, 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 on the carry. Third Pursuit down and got about a yard out of it. Pursuit
0: looked a lot better that time.
2: And there's something to be said for kids having fun out there too, bouncing around, clapping, high fiving, making a play,
0: patting uh, their patting br- their fellow player on the head or
2: on the rear end. You, good job, at a boy. And he doesn't see yeah. you, you don't see any of that. Now maybe they're trying to conserve energy. Who knows? But I'm not seeing it. Third down, six ball at the.
1: 48-yard line of Mount Pleasant. Screen pass to the back. Trying to get outside. 50, 45. Knocked out of bounds at about the 40, and flag's fly.
2: You might have a hold on number 17. Jeffrey Stoll out here on the wide receiver on this side. Todd Bryant with a carry. Nice run by Bryant. Got,
0: but got caught by two refs on that one. Yeah,
2: I, I think that was on number 17 for Summertown. Jeffrey Stoll, a senior as uh, as Ty Bryant received the pass around the line of scrimmage and came around to the outside, and the wide receiver was holding off the defender.
0: Yeah, you, one of the things you teach receivers, you know, it looked like he had his hands on the outside of, of his shoulder pads. If we, you tell the receivers if they'll, when they do their stock blocks, if they'll keep their hands up in the frame of the body. Inside, not, so to speak, yeah, in inside, between the shoulders. Yeah, in between the shoulders. They're probably not going to get called very much as long as they're pushing. But ten. when you get your hand outside that frame, uh, you're going to get called almost every time.
1: Ten-yard penalty. going to bring up third down ten for Summertown at the Summertown 48 now. Pass screen way across the field to the receiver. Falls down. And might have got a yard or two. Bring
0: the fourth down and
1: as he got the uh, screen pass over to Jake Davis. Check that Jeffrey stole.
0: Uh, Stoll did a really good job of delivering that I pass mean, under pressure that time. That was time. a
2: long throw, Coach.
0: Uh, <laughs> That's he, about threw it, long. he threw it strong and stepped into it, and just as he let go of it, he got whacked.
2: That's about the longest one-yard completion you can throw on the <laughs> football field. I mean, he threw it all the way back across the field and got one yard. Stole to stole for a yard, looking at fourth down, nine
1: for Summertown. Twin receivers to the left side. Stole back in the pocket of pass. Is complete close to the first down, but whistles blow and stop action, which
0: means offensive, illegal procedure on the offense.
2: And that was a pretty play
0: by yes, Summertown, it was.
2: right at the sticks. Got the first down on fourth down, and they're called for illegal procedure.
1: Six minutes and 58 seconds left in the third quarter. Mount Pleasant leading 25 0 over Summertown. Penalty goes against Summertown, they're going to bring it back. It's going to be fourth down and, and longer.
20: Yeah, they're,
0: fourth down and fourteen. Yeah, they're 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 twenty five points down. They're, you know, they have nothing to lose at this point. They're going to go for it again.
1: Fourth down and fourteen. I would,
0: I would assume a similar pattern, but over here to this left side where they've got a little bit more room to work with.
1: Stole quarterback and the pressure. He's it downfield. Broken Uh-oh. up. Almost intercepted. He overran it a little bit. And if he didn't, almost, almost overran it, uh, the defender from Mount Pleasant, and the wide receiver well, was wide open after he couldn't – Yeah, you don't know the up.
0: angles on the sideline right there. I think he, he just overthrew it, and it, the receiver did have a step, you know. Where, but I think you know it actually was more out of bounds than it looked from up here.
1: And it was wise he didn't intercept it because Mount Pleasant takes over on downs at the Summertown 44-yard line. First and ten, Mount Pleasant Tigers as a fourth down play for Summertown incomplete. Tigers take over at the Summertown 44-yard line, first and ten. Nick Brown is your quarterback. Brown hands off McClure. McClure follows his blocks, spikes it across the 40 to about the 38-yard line. J'Kari McClure.
0: Yeah, I have a feeling you're going to start seeing from Mount Pleasant a lot of those very simple power plays up the middle, off-tackle, maybe a few sweeps, just, just keeping it simple and, again, flexing their muscles at this point. Really don't want to give anything for anybody scouting this game down the road to see.
1: Pickup of up seven, second down three, Mount Pleasant. Nick Brown is your quarterback. Shotgun, gets the snap, looking downfield. Trying to get to Davis. Davis with the catch. He's at the five. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. What a play. What a
0: throw. What a and catch. That's why I'm open the press box instead
1: <laughs> What a throw and what a catch as Caden Davis makes the catch and takes it to the house for the touchdown. 44-yard touchdown play, Nick Brown to Davis.
0: Beautiful pass. Nice catch and good concentration because the defender jumps up in front of him. But uh, yeah, so much for methodically working it down the field.
1: <laughs> Mount Pleasant with the snap. The extra point is good by Weatherly. Alan Weatherly with the extra point. And the score, Mount Pleasant 32, Summertown nothing. We'll be back right after this timeout.
26: And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought, so here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, 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 I mean in a good way. At Take Five, your oil changes faster
3: than you think. Take Five, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change.
1: Back at Mount Pleasant, the Tigers on top now 32-0 over Summertown. And Caden Davis with the catch
2: from yeah, Nick Brown it for was, the touchdown. It was one of those situations where Nick Brown reared back, threw it down around the 5-10-yard line, and Davis just jumped up, leaped over the top of the defender at the height of his jump, snatched the ball down. Defender fell down, and Davis ran into the end zone.
1: Weatherly with the kick for Mount Pleasant. The up back for Summertown with it. Gets it out to the 30, the 35, and knocked down at that point. One thing I've noticed, too, we're in the fifth game of the season, but Mount Pleasant, because of the injury or whatever, playing a lot of players that we didn't notice in the first two or three games of the year. I don't think I've really noticed Davis that much, but he's really stepped up for the – for the Tigers. I noticed Avery Johnson a little bit during the games we covered earlier this year, but a lot of players are stepping up that uh, perhaps uh, weren't playing much in the first two or three games that we covered. First and 10, Summertown. Ball spotted at the 35-yard line. Hand off to the back. Fights his way for about three, maybe four, on the play for Summertown.
2: And it might be just a situation, Barry, where he... Coaches realize that, that the that summertime is overmatched. Mount Pleasant coaches are trying to filter in some of their younger players along with some of their starters, give their starters a little bit of a breather halfway through the season, and just make sure you're not going to well, come out with an injury situation. You're also
0: building depth for just in case you do right. have a spate of injuries right, right. or something like that or sickness.
2: So it's just a matter, I think, of everybody getting a chance to play. Pick up a three, and second down
1: seven. Mount Pleasant almost offsides. Quarterback keeper hit in the backfield for a loss on the play. And Mount Pleasant defense, Evan Plunkett got there first.
0: Yeah, linebacker did a really, really good job of reading that. The front did a good job of eating up blockers. And, and he just he shot the gap through there and was able to tackle him for a big loss.
1: But whatever reason they're playing these guys for Mount Pleasant, they're playing well, very well
6: as
2: they're
1: inserting some of the younger players in there. Now,
2: Mike, when we get a chance, we see one player, the nose guard from Mount Pleasant 73, wearing looks like some type of cushion or cap over the top of his helmet. Maybe we could talk about that. Long pass, Summertown. Are you familiar
0: with yes. what that is? It, I, I don't know exactly what the term for it or the, the actual title for it. It's a soft cap that goes over the top of a helmet that basically adds another layer of soft padding, and it disperses blows to help prevent concussions.
2: Okay. So, so, so possibly that that player might be susceptible to uh, or get, getting a concussion. Yeah. More easily than others.
0: Or, yeah, just might feel comfortable. I know a lot of teams, uh, a lot of college teams and stuff like that has started going to those caps in practice. Okay.
1: Fourth down, summertime, fourth and 12. They get the punt off, rolls dead inside the Mount Pleasant 40-yard line. So Mount Pleasant will have pretty good field position. We have two minutes and 40 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Mount Pleasant leading 32 to nothing.
0: Yeah, they they, a lot of teams are started going to, uh, uh, like I said, college and pro teams will use them for everybody in practice. Okay, to avoid you know the head just possible concussion. Well, head trauma can also build up over time, and and so you do that. And again, if you've got a player that's either had a concussion before or seems to be somewhat susceptible or just wants to be a little extra safer, uh, a lot of times they wear it. We have a couple of players at Central that wear them in practice a lot.
1: Mount Pleasant, first and 10 at their own 38-yard line. Hand off to the back, hit in the backfield, breaks the tackle, goes the other way. It's to the 40, the 45, the 50, the 30, and still running and flags fly. Course Charlie. Yeah. Down at, at about the, 20, side the 20-yard 20 line. Great run that time by Mount Pleasant. Looked like it's Carter Dunn. Let's get that number. Great run that yeah, time by Yeah, number 26.
0: 20. 28.
1: Carter Dunn.
0: Yeah.
1: Carter Dunn with a carry. A sophomore. Nice run. Carter Dunn. Flags fly, though, as he was knocked down inside the 20-yard line.
2: Yeah, I believe that the summertime defender that brought him down, the runner down, didn't have any other choice. The only way to tackle yeah. him was to grab him by the back of his shoulder pads. Yeah. But Personal foul. Face, face mask. Face mask.
0: Yeah. Oh, they got a face mask on Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant
2: retreating.
0: Wow. They didn't call the horse collar? I thought that would be an offsetting. They did not call the – they called a face mask in there at that point.
1: Well, plus it gets the first down.
0: Drake, you and I are having a tough time seeing these penalties, aren't we? Oh, I, I'm seeing. Them. I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing. i Are question, you saying the other guys? The, the, the question the other is, guys that are calling them aren't seeing. Them. I'm just. I'm just questioning
2: <laughs> what the referee's looking at.
0: I mean, I see exactly yeah.
2: what's going on.
0: That well,
2: that, that was, runner was brought down by the back yes. of his shoulder pads. Classic don't know, horse collar. I tackle. didn't see the the where the face mask was. First and ten,
1: Mount Pleasant ball at the thirty-three. You hand off to the back. Carter Dunn. He fights his way to the thirty, about to the twenty-nine yard line. For the Mount Pleasant Tigers,
0: yeah. Back on that other play, that where Carter did get such, you know, got a big run still out of it. Uh, started going to his left, uh, pursuit cut him off. Backside blocking did a really, really good job and gave him a wall to run behind, him. and he was able to make a big run up the left side.
1: Pick up a four on the play brings up second down six with less than a minute left in the third quarter. Time rolling pretty good for both teams. Time is flying. Mount Pleasant up 32-0. Handoff. Carter Dunn cuts to the left side. Cuts back inside for close to the first down, and it should be third and short. Third down and Third down and long three. Third down on a short two and a long three. Ball spotted at about the 26-yard line.
0: Okay, I want to see how you do that.
1: Twenty seconds. A short more. two and a long three.
0: <laughs> 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 a, a short three and a long two. Okay, that right. one that one makes a little more now, sense. There we okay. go.
2: <laughs> I, that, that's what we talking about today, right there. That's just, just seeing if y'all were paying attention. Yeah, there we yeah. go. As a... I, and I wasn't. So <laughs> I know.
1: that's the end of the third quarter with a score of Mount Pleasant Tigers thirty-two, the Summertown Eagles nothing. at the end of the third quarter the score the Mount Pleasant Tigers 32 Summertown nothing as we get ready for the fourth quarter here in Mount Pleasant between the Mount Pleasant Tigers and the Summertown Eagles Mount Pleasant with the basket, with the football Brown rolling out the right side need a block trying to turn the corner gets, cuts it back to the left side Cuts it down the middle, Brown at the 30. But down to the 20, down to the 15-yard line, and they got a marker just inside the 15 at about the 12-yard line, Nick Brown.
0: Yeah, there's just some strength right there. He broke a couple of tackles in the backfield. Summertown had the play diagnosed, and he just broke a couple of tackles and found a seam and uh, took off up the up the middle of the field.
2: Yeah, we talked. <clears throat> I talked a little earlier about Mount Pleasant's body language. You can now look at Summertown's body language as their hands are on their hips, pacing around a little bit, not standing in one spot, and that just shows you they're trying to get some air coaching.
1: First down, first and ten, ball spotted at the 13-yard line. Nick Brown in the backfield with Brown is Carter Dunn. Dunn with the pitch, fights his way forward, gets inside the 10-yard
2: line, close to the 8-yard line, and knocked down at that point. Yeah, I don't see I don't think you're gonna see McClure anymore. I doubt you'll see much of Mesa anymore the rest of this game. Uh especially
0: what, if they can get a score if they can punch a score in it, here uh and get the clock on a on a running clock situation because once the once it goes to a running clock, uh it doesn't come off of it. No. Even it, if the score changes.
2: No, the mercy rule, once it once it starts rolling, it rolls on to the game's up. Second down,
1: down five for Mount Pleasant driving. Got a man in motion. Hand off to the man in motion. Going to the right side. Cuts inside. He's at the five. Trying to turn the corner. Did he get in? No. Yep. Yes, he did. He got in. Touchdown, Tigers. Great run that time by Mount Pleasant. Caden Davis. I think mean, it counts the pass,
0: doesn't it? Yes, it <laughs> that's does. That's, that's, that, that's that little bump pass, uh, jet sweep, bunch, bunch passing pass. Passing touchdown. Yep.
1: Kaden Davis. Snakes his way into the end zone for the touchdown. And Mount Pleasant goes up 38 to nothing. And they'll try the point after Weatherly. Wheatley, Allen Wheatley. Snap is down, kick is up. And it is good. Wheatley's kick is good. So the score with 10 minutes and 10 seconds left in the game. Mount Pleasant 39, Summertown nothing. We'll be back right after this. Back in Mount Pleasant, I'm Barry Duke along with Drake Collie and Coach Mike. 10 minutes and 10 seconds left in the game. Mount Pleasant leading Summertown 39 to nothing as Mount Pleasant's Wheatley set the kickoff to Summertown. Short end over end kick taken by the up back, fumbles it, grabs it back, Summertown. Popped out of bounds. And nice field position for Summertown.
2: Jack Baker, the up back with the catch. And like you mentioned, Coach, that's the way to go get the ball. You know, the ball's pooched up in the air. Somebody, it's kind of like a pop fly in between the infielders and the outfielders. Somebody needs to call that ball and go get it. Yeah. You know. You take know, control, take of, control it, of it. Typically, it, you tell, possession no, of it and go to the ground or go out of bounds.
0: And typically you tell a receiver, do not go backwards to catch the ball. Always let the guy from behind you go forward to pick it up because it's a much easier catch.
1: Ball spotted at the Summertown 36, first and 10. Hand off to the back, trying to turn the corner, breaks one tackle, trying to break another tackle and doesn't. And knocked down for a short gain on the play, Caden McCroy. And making the tackle for Mount Pleasant. Ball spotted just shy of the 40-yard line at the 39. Pick up a three on the play. Tackled by a whole host of Tigers on the play. Second down seven. Quarterback rolling back in the pocket. Under pressure. And sacked. And making the play for Mount Pleasant. And making the tackle for Mount Pleasant is uh, Alexander Armstrong with a sack and a nice defensive pursuit that time by Mount Pleasant.
2: Yeah, but about a 10-yard loss for Summertown right there. They're at least looking at third and 18-19 now.
1: Officially third and uh, 16. Oh, they're
2: calling 16. Okay. They spot the ball wow. back at the 30.
1: Clock running, eight fifteen left in the game. Mount Pleasant up thirty nine to nothing over Summertown. Summertown spreads them out, triples, what, triple right, triple receivers on the right side, and handoff and going nowhere in Summertown.
2: Yeah. We got a running clock now, coach. And yeah, just and right at eight minutes to go,
0: which expo- makes it expo- exponentially hard to come back. Oh, in this, oh, I, you know, it's more of a I think, player protection thing.
2: I think right now you're just working damage and control seeing, both teams and, and just and you trying see not to. Summertown not to have just
0: injured. made a big set of substitutions right there. Uh,
1: Anderson Colson, a freshman, 6'1", hundred and fifty pound freshman from Mount Pleasant on the tackle.
0: Okay, it's fourth down though. Okay. Looking at
1: fourth down seventeen, so Summertown going to kick it away maybe, and they will. Oh, Oh. snap it over his head, going into the end zone, and he kicks it anyway. Mount Pleasant picks it up at the 20-yard line at the 19, and Mount Pleasant will have the ball first and 10 at the Summertown (laughs) 19-yard line. Yeah,
0: the kicker got hit pretty hard just as he kicked the ball, and nobody hit the ball, and he's looking at the referee like, why isn't that roughing? Once that ball went over his head, he lost his protection, uh, his kicking protection, and... uh, so he can be hit at that point.
1: Mount Pleasant, yeah. first and ten, ball spotted at the 19-yard line of Summertown. Yeah, now yeah. you're
0: gonna start seeing. Now you're gonna start seeing the backups, probably for both teams. As the old saying
2: goes, when it rains, it pours, and uh, it's pouring on Summertown, raining and pouring on the Summertown Eagles right now.
0: Okay, Summertown just called a timeout, trying trying to get their substitution situations worked out.
1: And Mount Pleasant with a whole host of uh, fresh players into the ballgame, young players. Six minutes and 34 seconds left in the game. Mount Pleasant Tigers up 39 to nothing over Summertown. And, of course, we'll be giving out the uh, player of the game, the Caring Heart Home Healthcare player of the game. So we'll be thinking about whose our choices are. We'll vote later on in just a few minutes.
0: Yeah, we, we talked about Mount Pleasant, you know, kind of flexing their muscles in this second half. We saw that exactly happen. They came out, took control of the line, flexed their muscles probably in a Mount Pleasant way, which is step back, throw the ball, <laughs> and – uh really just kind of, they've dominated this second half. They've kind of turned it into a domination game at this point. Yeah.
1: Summertown with the ball rolling out what? to the right, uh, Mount Pleasant with the ball rolling out to the left side. And fights his way to the 10-yard line. Number 28. And that is Carter Dunn. Carter yeah. Dunn, a 5'7", hundred and pounds sophomore. That, a uh, the carry.
0: We sophomore saw. Lake Shang, if I say that. I hope I'm saying that right. Lake Shang, number seven, in at quarterback now.
2: We saw Carter Dunn two weeks ago when McClure was out.
1: Shang is your quarterback. Handoff to Carter Dunn. Fights his way up to And breaks the tackle and gets it to the five-yard line. And Mount Pleasant knocking on the door again. Second and goal from the six.
0: This is is the the, the stage of the game where it kind of turns into a JV game for both sides. And, you know, of course, these players get excited about getting into a varsity, actually getting into a varsity game. And, uh, you know, Mount Pleasant, second team here, would love nothing better than to punch it in kind of put their stamp into this game.
1: Lake Shang is a 5'9", 140-pound sophomore quarterback. Pretty much a whole first team, a young team in there for Mount Pleasant, as you mentioned. Hand off Carter Dunn around right the right side, trying to turn the corner. Breaks a tackle at the 5, at the 4, at the 3. Did he score? Yes. Touchdown, Tigers. Mount Pleasant Tigers with the touchdown, and scoring is Carter Dunn as he takes it a nice run around the right side and nice run for the touchdown for the Tigers, Carter Dunn.
2: Yeah, nice patience, nice patience by Dunn. He was just waiting for his blocks to form, pick a hole, and shot through it, and touchdown. Mount Pleasant with the point after. Alan Wheatley.
1: The kick the point after, snap it down, kick is up, and it is good. And the score, Mount Pleasant. 46, Summertown, nothing, with 451 left. We'll be back right after this.
7: American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built
11: to a higher standard.
1: 46 to nothing, Mount Pleasant Tigers over Summertown. Mount Pleasant kicks it off Summertown with it at the 30 and hammered, breaks the tackle at the 35 and fights his way to about the 37-yard line. Big hit that time by the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Bottom of the pile is Mount Pleasant's Johnson A- also uh, in on the hit. Brayton Parrish in Paris, Ball spotted at the 38-yard line of Summertown. Will they have the ball first and 10? Trying to get the number of the quarterback for Summertown if they change quarterbacks.
2: Still number eight. Yes, yeah, st- eight. yeah, still. Eight's been our guy the whole night. And up to the back,
1: breaks his way, fights his way for the first down for Summertown. Mikayla Powell with the carry for Summertown. Mikayla Powell with some speed. First and 10, Summertown. Ball at the Summertown 48-yard line, first and 10. Quarterback Jayden Stoll for Summertown. Quarterback keeper fights his way for about four,
2: Taking Stoll. And this late in game, Coach, and this type of score, Summertown, if your numbers aren't where they should be player-wise, you don't have a lot of options to get second and third stringers in. Well,
0: yeah, it, I mean, you, you probably – you've got them, but you don't, you're not real sure about who <laughs> – we don't know what they have at backup quarterback, right, and, and right. so – Plus, he coaches. He, he wants to finish with some momentum, some with sure. some confidence, some some positivity. Yeah, even if it's against a backup team from Mount Pleasant, he wants to have some positive plays. But even even that, they're having a hard time. Okay.
1: Summertime with a carry, a Caleb Powell, and he's run down, breaks one tackle, and gets uh, only loses a couple of yards on the play. Mount Pleasant wholesale substitutions. Into the ball game. Got Colson in there, along with uh Ophiel Brody. Also Cavaris McClure into the game. Summertime with it. Gives it off to the back. Very quick player. And it's knocked down behind the line of scrimmage. Loses about two yards on the play.
0: Really well played by the Mount Pleasant defense that time, the corner. Uh, the, the outside linebacker forced him wide, forced him deep and wide, and the corner came up and was able to finish him off right on the edge. McKayla Powell
1: is running the ball well for Summertown. Showing a lot of speed, didn't get anything that time. Actually <laughs> lost a couple of yards, but it's fourth down 10, but showing a lot of athleticism, I even mean, though he couldn't turn the corner. But a very fast player for Summertown. Fourth down 10, Summertown ball back at their own 49. Quarterback under pressure, rolls out, got a man open in the flats, gets it to the tight end, knocked down close to a first Ooh, down, depends on the market Depends on, ah, They're, they're going mark him, him short. short. Yeah, they're going to mark him and short. And Mount Pleasant will take over on downs with a minute 15 left. Not, ba-
2: not a bad play from the Summertown quarterback. Yeah. He kept his head up. It was in a little du- duress, right under some duress, but he kept his head up and That'll found be. his tight end uh, 10 or 12 yards down the field. Austin Reed
1: almost got the first down. Came, just came up a yard short. Clock still running. 50 seconds left in the game. Mount Pleasant leading 46. 46 to nothing over Summertown.
0: Just got a score report from Central. They're up 24 to nothing over Lawrence County with about 825 left. Good deal. In the game so.
1: Mount Pleasant with the ball, clock running. The fish is going to stop the clock. And whistles blow. Now they're going to keep it running. Our player of the game, the Karen Hart Home Healthcare player of the game, my vote is for number 20, Ja'Carri McClure.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I think McClure carried the rock uh, he, early in the game. Uh, Mount Pleasant wasn't clicking on all cylinders in their passing game, and they leaned on McClure, and I think he he, he answered also the call.
0: By, by being able to, like you said, carry carry the load for a little bit, he also sets up counter plays and, and off what we call off plays from him, faking to him, and then quarterback sure. has, has some opening runs there. So uh, I think, not, I not think just, that's a good choice on that, the player of the game who, who has the most influence on the game. Maybe doesn't have the most yards running this time around but he had probably the most influence on the game.
1: 29 seconds left in the game. I think Mount Pleasant called a timeout just to get set. Quarterback for Mount Pleasant is Lake Chang. Hand off to the back. Fights his way forward to about six. And unless they call timeout again, that should be the ball game. Carter Dunn with a carry. Dunn has been a bright spot for Mount Pleasant tonight. Carter Dunn. Already done as a sophomore. They're going to let the clock run out. And that's your ball game. Final score. Mount Pleasant Tigers win. Mount Pleasant 46. Summertown nothing. We'll take a quick break and wrap it up. We'll be back right after this
0: You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Game of the Week. And now, back to Barry Duke.
1: Final score tonight here in Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant Tigers 46, Summertown nothing. And Mount Pleasant Tigers go 5-0 on the season. And uh, Summertown goes 0-5. But uh, Mount Pleasant uh, able to play a lot of players tonight and win big on a running clock as the Tigers win 46-0 over Summertown.
0: I think there was, you know, again, we, we kind of expressed some some uh, some somewhat concern a little bit about them not being able to pull away early in the game, but they came out. I think they made a couple of really good adjustments on defense and uh, shut Summer down, Summertown down completely. Uh, of course, they had the big opening play, you know, first play, 60-yard touchdown, kind of put the nail in the coffin immediately at that point. Uh, finished nailing it in with another uh, 50, 60-yard pass play on the next series and uh, put the game away at that point, Uh, just flexed their muscles and basically said, okay, you know, we're in control of this thing. It's it's time to finish it off.
2: And I think these two high schools that are really in close proximity together in different counties, uh, only separated by maybe 12, 15 miles of pavement, but uh, I think they are – Light years apart as far as skill level and physicality, and uh, just a maturity in—you can tell in both programs—just uh, the youthfulness and young, younger nature of Summertown up against the more experienced and more physical uh, players of Mount Pleasant. Thus, the five and zero and the zero and five
0: yeah. record. And, and, and right now, it's a matter of development. Uh, again, with only fifteen upperclassmen on their team, on a team of about fifty kids, uh, you know, there, there's going to be that gap sure. in development. But it also holds some some hope for Summertown to, you know, they're going they're getting some, they're getting their lumps. They're, they're kind of taking notes. I'm sure these younger players are taking notes. Okay, when Mike, you know, my turn will come. And I, I really think you're gonna see a, a vast improvement next year and, and the following year. And they're
2: they're at an age where they're they're physically yes. developing much faster, getting much right. bigger over the course of the summer. I mean, you know, you can tell from uh, when a thirteen year old becomes a fourteen year old and a fourteen year old becomes a fifteen year old. I mean that's how fast these young men grow. And nowadays. that's the biggest
0: reason why I think you're gonna see a vast improvement. Next year for Summertown, and you know they're kind of taking their lumps this year, getting their experience. Like I said, kind of taking notes. Uh, What would they call? You know, what uh, some other people call taking receipts. And uh, they're going to cash them in next year. I think you know you're going to see a a much different, a much more competitive Summertown team. But that being said, Mount Pleasant is dominant in this game. Uh, Finally, flexed their muscles in the second half. uh, Scored, you know, what was it, thirty some? Unanswered well, points. Forty six yeah, or nineteen, so twenty, twenty-seven, twenty-seven seven. Twenty seven unanswered points. points in the second half. So uh yeah, just a, a dominant performance and uh one that they, they should have been dominant in.
1: Forty six to nothing is the final score. Mount Pleasant winning, running the record to five and zero on the season. And uh, I think it's unanimous. Our player of the game, our uh, carrying hard home health care player of the game is Number 20, Jakari McClure. So McClure is the player of the game for the uh, Caring Heart Home Healthcare player of the game is Ja'Carri McClure. Certainly want to thank all the people who made the broadcast possible. Want to thank the sponsors of, Columbia, of uh, the game of the week. I also want to thank uh, uh, the fans listening. I also want to thank uh, Coach Mike and, of course, uh, Drake Colley. And I hope everybody have a great weekend. Final score is Mount Pleasant 46, Summertown nothing. I'm Barry Duke saying goodnight, everybody. Have a great weekend.
0: You have been listening to the Game of the Week, brought to you by the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Parks Motors, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Ten Pin Alley, Fast Stop Markets, Columbia Dodge, Chrysler & Jeep, Columbia Foodland, Hollins Pharmacy, Family Dental Associates, CSH, Browns Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quickmark, Davis Heating and Cooling, the Dr. Gill Center, Baird Financial Company, The Parker Group, First Farmers Bank and Trust, The Garbage Man, LLC, Caledonian Financial, and the Sands Fence Company. The Game of the Week is a production of the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.